Tell me about your saboteur. What does that voice say to you? Um, I can be a little uh, tight Ooh, and, and, and high-strung at times. Okay, sis. Um, and I think my saboteur oftentimes is, it's, I kind of hold myself back from doing things that are out of my normal comfort zone. You know, let me tell you what I think your saboteur is, okay? Every time I come and talk to you, you get a little tongue-tied, you know? And I think you think I'm gonna say, <gasps> You're a fraud. You you don't belong here. Mm -mm. Listen, I know that feeling. I felt it when I was 21. I felt it, I know. But you know, what you say to that saboteur is, thanks for sharing. I hear you. Thanks for sharing. You err on the side of fashion and style, you know, but do convey that darkness. The saboteur, the ego, really wants to kill you. I want to see that you understand who your saboteur is. I am nervous to come to terms with all these negative truths about myself. All right, I'll see you out there. Thank you, Ruba. But if I'm about to try to win a crown and be America's Next Strike Superstar, I need to find a way to dig out that inner saboteur and throw her out on the runway. So my question is this. Rue has shown up with a diagnosis. I know what your problem is. It's this, this, and this. Does that feel true to you, that diagnosis for Aquaria? What, that she feels like she's a fraud? Mm -hmm. that, that's the, that that's the reason she's all tongue-tied? Um, why not? I mean, sure, okay, I'm, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> but, like, maybe. I'm, I'm, I'm certainly not in Aquaria's head, and mm -hmm. she hasn't ever mentioned really anything that she's worried about. Um, and I feel like the diagnosis comes from a projection, you mean that RuPaul is just projecting his own issues onto Aquarius? Right. Like, experience. oh, what is it like to be a 21-year-old? Okay, I'm going to go, oh, oh, I, w I was a fraud. It oh, must okay. be this, this, and this. It must be this. Yeah, um, yeah, because I feel like um, it would have been really nice for RuPaul to say, you get really tongue-tied. What's that about? Right. That would have been great, and a great opportunity for Aquaria to either remain tongue-tied or stop herself, you know what I mean? Right. Um, or, or just to see how she responds to that kind of uh, that kind of critique, you know? I feel like the tongue-tiedness is about her awkwardness and how that's just how she is. Yeah. Uh, I would be nervous about around RuPaul, and that wouldn't be my inner saboteur. Right. That would just be nerves. Yeah. That would it, just be like, you're a really intimidating person. Right. And, yeah. and okay, so uh, let's go there, Colin. Like, mm -hmm. what is it about RuPaul that intimidates me? Oh, she's better than me. I'm lesser. Okay, mm -hmm. so we're, we're digging a little bit deeper. Why do I feel lesser than RuPaul? Well, she's very successful. Are you not successful, Johnny? No, I'm, I'm successful in my own field. Okay, then why are you still tongue-tied around RuPaul? Well, you know, there's lots of cameras here, and mm -hmm. I'm afraid of fucking up, and I'm afraid of not being perfect. Yeah, and she wields a lot of power in that workroom. So there's that, too. It's like, it's like going into a meeting with the CEO, and everybody's watching. Right. And you don't know what the meeting's about. Right. I mean, you know, but you don't know if what you've brought to the meeting is good enough. Yeah, and there are some people that are like clutch players, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, we're, we're fight or flight syndrome, right? Where they'll like f fight, and they'll yeah. just go for it. And some people just buckle under pressure. Yeah. And I feel like uh, Aquaria is not necessarily either or, but apparently in the workroom with RuPaul, yeah, she gets a little nervous. She gets a little like... Right. I mean, that's kind of what I also like about her. Yeah, I think it's sweet. It's, yeah. That to me seems genuine. That yeah. seems like unedited. That seems, you know, real. Yeah, exactly. Like when I compare that to someone like Miss Cracker, who is so articulate, right. but 
doesn't feel as genuine it's like well what's more important here you yeah know? well and, and you you wonder also then why why isn't anybody else tongue-tied about around rupaul right yeah. so is it something about aquaria that's inner or is it just that's that's a, a trait of hers that yeah. she's just kind of this like nervous kid yeah the only other person in the workroom i think who has a similar interaction is cameron cameron and Absolutely. so, I mean, you, you could say they have a lot in common. I think that, I mean, I get the sense that Aquaria has a lot of introverted qualities. Yeah. Um, I think we kind of get a sense of that in this episode when she kind of identifies in that conversation with Rue about needing a few drinks and being so socially awkward. Yeah, right. And it's funny now that I'm thinking about that, I'm thinking about Eureka as well. And I'm thinking how those two queens who are so different, both have, they know they have to put something on <clears throat> because they- For RuPaul. For RuPaul or maybe just in general. Oh. That they have oh, to put right. something on because who they really are might not be good enough or acceptable. Yeah. And we have more of a sense of Eureka and what that is, but you know, because of her size, she's more in touch with that. And it's interesting to see or to maybe over time see Aquaria connect with what is it that you don't feel good enough about? Yeah. If that's what it is. Right. If that's know? what it is. I the the introverted thing is is a interesting conversation because of course she's an introvert. She has isolated herself in the workroom with the mirror and she like made an effort to come closer and mm -hmm. you know she's she's doing that because she's listening to another voice or perhaps a producer uh that's saying oh yeah jo join join the pack right bring pack. your little flight attendant cart over yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i mean and and that's a good question is that a producer or is that aquaria being really smart right because that's the other side of it when i think about this conversation with rue and I, I noticed the way that Aquaria just kind of smiled and nodded. Yeah. And the whole time I read that as like, this is not her story, but she has hints as to the story that RuPaul wants Once. to hear yes. that will get her the she's, win. She's not going to stand there, mm. this person that's 40 years older than her, and yeah. say, oh, you're wrong about me. Right, right, right. <laughs> and she's not going to fight with him when he's got $100,000 and a crown. Exactly. Yeah. So she's like, okay, so you want me to think that I'm a fraud, right. even though I absolutely don't. <laughs> right, even though that's not the issue. Like She's very confident in all of her abilities yeah. in uh, on the runway and in, uh, in makeup and things. Mm -hmm. It seems like what she's not confident in is going deep because yeah. she, and and it's not that she even knows that she's confident or not. Like mm -hmm. I feel like she's not even there yet, right? To even hear the saboteur, mm -hmm. right? That she or to to to, to uh, distinguish. She's not making these deliberate choices of like I need to just push my confidence to block out that voice. Yeah, she's not doing that, and that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. I mean. I don't even need to necessarily equate that with her age because I feel like I heard that voice at a young age. You okay. know, I think there's a lot of people who do. Um, but I think that she's just, I don't know. I just think that like RuPaul looked at her, like you said, and was like, this is a millennial. This is what I think your problem should be. Yeah. This is the, this is the, the idea that I want to put across in this episode. And you're going to be the person who's going to carry that idea. And to not jump the boom, boom gun, but she on the runway, she doesn't talk about this. Uh, in no. her presentation and then RuPaul in the deliberation tells the other judges she's like yeah well I know that you know five years ten years mm -hmm. this isn't very deep but yeah. that's okay because she's 21 and I'm like I don't I don't see that as I don't want to say the word fair, but I don't see that as uh, nuanced mm -hmm. or realized yeah. She just loves Aquaria. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sure, sure. I think, I mean, certainly after that look, you yeah. know. Um, but I also think if you, looking at Aquaria's performance, and if, if it's if we just think of the, like the narration, right? Because the look is separate. Sure. 
I don't necessarily feel like hers was any less deep than, say, Eureka's. I don't think hers was uh, less deep than Cracker's. Yeah. Cracker, like, went into something very specific. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, you are a faker. Right. You're a copycat. I think the problem, and obviously we'll we'll talk about Cracker a lot this episode. (laughs) Betty. Betty. Um, Betty. (laughs) Hey, Betty. Hey, bareback Betty. Betty. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Really burned the challenge, didn't you, Betty Cracker? Um, Anyway. (laughs) How about them cookies? Yeah, how about them cookies? Real crispy, aren't they? They've crumbled. Um, Uh. But, you know, I think the difference, because I agree, I think that Cracker went to something really specific, but the whole thing was so... It was so goddamn performative that it didn't really feel real. So, but here's my problem then with the the whole challenge then is like, aren't they all performing? I mean, Aquaria was out there like laughing and kill the bitch and and Eureka put on this voice and it was, it was all very performative. So I don't know why that would be a flaw to be like, oh, I didn't believe her. It's like, well, they were putting on a character. Like Mm -hmm. that's. You told them to put their inner saboteur in drag, which is a character. Yeah. So I don't know if I believe that, and and so if I'm going to if I'm going to pick this part even more of like her runway, her her voiceover Aquarius versus Crackers, uh, RuPaul was way too distracted by what she was seeing. Oh, in terms of yeah, the look was so good she wasn't even really paying attention. She was to like, the story. oh, okay, she did it <clears throat> right. Um, yeah, I think that maybe maybe the reason that Cracker is feeling more performative than some of these other queens is that we haven't seen like variations. You know, like Eureka, for example, we've seen her in all sorts of emotional states. Right. So once we see her in this, it's like we know it's a performance. Yeah, and I don't want to pull the conversation more uh, towards Cracker and Cameron, mm-hmm. um, but I feel like both of those queens. Um, and Cracker mentions this in uh, a Talking Head, but she is so emotional. Mm -hmm. There is so much going on in her head that if she were to let any of that out, it would be uncontrollable. Mm -hmm. So they do act like robots. Both of them act like robots because if they didn't, they would completely fall apart. Yeah. Because they're so, they, they, they feel so much. I don't think it's a flaw, but I think for them, it's a flaw. And they're like, no, I, if, if I start crying, I'm going to like scream cry. Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to go to a place that I can't control, which we know for both of them is super important. Yeah. Um, and they, they read Cracker for not jumping for joy when, mm-hmm. you know, and I, we had the same conversation about Cameron. Cameron mm-hmm. didn't want to jump for joy. And it's because if she goes to, high then the low will feel too low right right and and we'll talk about it more in the episode but when cameron talks about the the safety of being shy and not being heard there's that too of like if i don't express myself too much there's not enough out there to judge right there's not enough out there to be ashamed of right you know and i think um there's a running theme for them and certainly in this episode of feeling emotions versus showing emotions yes and i think that yes. that's they don't want to show them they don't want to show them but you know, it's kind of like Aquaria doesn't really show. Uh, she, I feel like she's unfazed. Like yeah. she, um, I, what what I think is an advantage of being young and someone who isn't necessarily um, listening inside yet. Mm-hmm. They're just kind of fueled by the moment. Yeah, their head hasn't clicked in yet like the, like it hasn't the fully formed skull of the baby which you know there's I, a soft spot up there <laughs> yeah a little like 21 year old fontanelle yeah you know what i mean um, <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen welcome to the stage fontanelle, fontanelle. doing a soft shoe <laughs> soft. <laughs> um no but i feel like she she's she's not doubting herself yet because yeah. she doesn't 
she doesn't know that she has to. <laughs> well, right. I mean, I think that's one of the flaws of this challenge is that Aquarius is not really doubting herself. Yeah. We all have those voices. Right. And I think the challenge wants those voices to be more powerful on these queens. Yes. And for some of them, it is. Yes. And for someone like Asia, I don't, I think that she's aware of them. Right. I just think that she's stronger than them. Yeah. You know, it comes with age, time, experience. Experience. Whereas Aquaria, I think that, to your point, she's not, she's like, I didn't even know I was supposed to listen to that voice. Right. You I know? mean, she grew up in a world where she was in drag at 14 years old. Mm -hmm. That is someone that is either very well adjusted or will have a mental breakdown yeah. in 15 years. Well, that raises that question of someone like Aquaria or someone who's younger, who's grown up through so many years of comment sections right. of some of the ability to have always have people commenting on you. What does that do to you? Does that strengthen you or weaken you? Does that make you in strong or does that lead to a, a nervous breakdown at 27? Yeah. And you know what? It's interesting when you think about the comment section of Aquaria, I just don't think it's as mean as some of the other ones because it's like, what are you, how are you going to read Aquaria? Oh, mm -hmm. you're so young. You're so dumb. You're so awkward. Yeah. You speak so stupid. Right. You know, stupidly. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I write. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Ironically. But maybe that was like a good impression of someone on Twitter trying to read someone, but using poor right, right, English. Right, right, yeah, That's yeah. what I was doing. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I was doing. doing. Yeah, that's, yeah, what, that's was like doing. what Monet. <laughs> she's like, oh yeah, that's what I was doing. With that, the, that was my that was my internet troll. Yeah, yeah, yeah with the sea witch. She was like, oh yeah, it was a pollution commentary. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, Michelle. Yes, 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 that's yeah, that's right, it. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you got it, Colin. Right. Yeah, I was being smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm um, on it. <laughs> But like, up. but you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. the common section that Aquaria has run into, maybe when she was a kid, mm -hmm. you faggot, you queen, sure. you little fairy, you little swish Mary. Mm -hmm. You know, I I can see all of that, and she has had a, a RuPaul's Drag Race and a, like a abundance of love and support yeah. to keep doing what she's doing to the point where she sneaks into clubs underage where you know where people are like fighting for her to get the spotlight yeah yeah and and also i mean i think of a child actor you know what i mm -hmm. mean yeah they break down later but yeah. in the moment they're like they're stars they're they're figuring it all out but i think the part of that that makes me feel like she might be different from that is is and when we see her course correct when we see her, oh, I misstepped. Okay, I'll fix that. She apologizes. You don't see that very often, and I think that's, that's true. I do. I do admire that because I think part of that nervous Aja breakdown. Did that. Aja did yeah, that season nine. but part of that nervous breakdown is doing things without ever stopping and seeing that you made a mistake and then course correcting. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. So who knows? Maybe she is this model for like how to be. I don't know. Like I. I can't believe I'm talking about Aquaria this way because when the season started, I was just like, okay, where's your mother? <laughs> you know, you need to go home. Sweetie, do you have a wristband? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you need to be in you need a wristband if you want to be in here for the meet and greet, sweetie. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm, I'm, you know, I think that this clip, what I took away was not that Aquaria had some great emotional growth this no. challenge, that she's smart enough to know how to play the game. She was like, oh, okay, mm -hmm. I have to, all right, I'm a fraud. Right. Okay. And we compare that to someone. But she didn't even do that, though. Like, that's no. A, that's the thing. She didn't. She didn't tell she didn't that story. She didn't take the notes. Yeah. She, she really didn't take the notes. She said, okay, all right, I'll talk about how I'm lonely and awkward. Mm -hmm. And that was it. Yeah. And it was just fierce. She just, just did her thing. But you compare that to someone like Eureka, who, you know, RuPaul says, yeah, she, she got the assignment. She got the assignment. Yeah. That's part of the problem. Right. I think that's part of the problem, too. And you see that, and we'll talk about this later, Marys, but the cringy moments of the fake reactions to the self-interceptors. This was, this, this was so shark-jumping realness. <laughs> I mean, like, are you kidding me? 
Like the worst was when the worst was when Cameron was announced in the bottom, and then Eureka said, "Oh, oh no. no!" It was like <laughs> Edith Massey. You know, yes, it was a John. Waters it was John Waters. But you know what? That's also brilliant. Oh, I, because it's a drag show, yeah. and I'm like, okay, she's doing it right. If they leaned in, yes, if yeah. they leaned in, yeah, lean but out, Mary. They were, yeah, they were not at all. Yeah, um, but you know, it's interesting because I, I, I always think everything's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, no, uh, that's my inner saboteur just talking. Yeah, yeah. that is. Yeah, because yeah. because that's not real. Nobody thinks that. Right, right, right. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> judging. I never heard it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I heard it. Yeah, um, I heard that. I always start sentences with, you know, what's interesting is, mm-hmm. um, but. You know what's interesting mm-hmm. is <laughs> not for nothing, but I think that's how I not start for nothing. Yeah, yeah, not for nothing. Yeah. Um, uh, no, is that um, we are always looking for the school as fuck mm-hmm. the, the 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 contestant who is the producer's contestant, yes. the one who's always saying what they're supposed to say on reality TV, and we start to see it with Eureka when she is. Uh, s- sabotaging the other girls mm-hmm. and meeting their demise last episode. Yep. And this episode, we see it in all of her reaction shots and she's in character mm-hmm. on stage and she's doing all of that. She, I feel like, is... Um, the queen in Untucked, who the producer gives the question to, mm-hmm. and then R- Eureka's like, "Oh, okay, I'll do it. I'm yeah. really good at this. Yeah, I'll. Oh, I'll, this. I'll take Cameron aside and mm-hmm. I'll talk to Cameron. And I'll ask her questions. Yeah, I could see them kind of pulling her aside and saying, like, can you get Cameron to open up for us? <laughs> yeah. We're really having a hard I could time. See that too. Mm-hmm. And she's like, sure, guys. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah no I'm, problem. I'm good at this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you and, know, and, and it's not always a bad quality because it's great. You know, it's for reality TV and it's fine. Long term, she's but, a professional. But RuPaul said it best when she's like. She did the assignment correctly. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, that's what she does. She's yeah. been doing the assignments correctly all season, most of the assignments all season correctly. Right. Um, and you're left with, okay. Yeah. It's like, okay, this was a perfectly made peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah, B plus. Yeah, 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 great. You know, but like... Not to knock her outfit this week that she made, yeah, which no. I think is like A plus. It was a cool look. I think it's just that running thing of like, it's like, why am I, I keep asking this question? I'm like, why am I not excited about Eureka? But I think this is what yeah, it is. I was doing more, well. I was so excited about her in season nine. Yeah. And I, it ebbs and flows now in this season. And the closer we get to the finale, I'm like, all right, she could, she could be, she could be the winner. Yeah. There's a good chance. Um, she's not the one I'm excited about. Right. You know, I mean, at this point, Asia, Asia. or Aquaria, I mean, Asia more so, but I, I do kind of. I'm excited about Aquaria. I think Asia taking over the narrator and adult in the room. Yeah. It's almost like, you know when you play Monopoly mm-hmm. and you, you get like the, the, the hotels on Boardwalk or Park Place or, mind you, Mary's, the ones to get are the orange properties. Where are New they? York Avenue, Tennessee Avenue, and St. James Place. Mm-hmm. They're right before free parking. Oh. Those ones eat everything up yeah. anyway so if you when you, it's like when you get all of those and i feel like asia being narrator mm-hmm. adult in the room nailing this challenge yep could have won could should have won mm-hmm. and uh and and doing her thing it's just kind of like okay she has she has all of the marbles she just mm-hmm. doesn't have three wins aquaria does yeah and and that's fine because we've already seen from past seasons that doesn't matter yeah um yeah so it i mean yeah i agree i think that at this point asia 
I like the the direction of her moving towards winning. I like right. what it looks like. If we were to like do a retrospect, yeah, I like that this is where the journey went. Oh yeah, you know, oh completely from yeah. from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Um, and her inner saboteur made me root for her even harder. Oh yeah, hers was it really stood out to me. Yeah, when she was like, "You're just a middle aged man in a 21 year old fantasy." Fantasy. It's like whoa. Yeah. That's a dig. Right. That's real. Like you like found something. I was like, oh, I believe this. Yeah. And you compare that, I guess, again, to compare that to Cracker. It was like Crackers was such a performance. I, I still it don't. Was, I, I, I'm not. I'm just not. I'm not feeling. I'm not hearing that yet. Yeah. I just that it's a performance. I I got that she went there. She done, that was that was harsh. What she said mm-hmm. that not only was she the few puns that she got from Bob the Drag Queen, mm-hmm. which is something that her inner saboteur would say, but also that she. Is copying her way to the middle. I mm-hmm. mean, because she's been safe. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I get the context of it all. I think it's the delivery. I wish that she had brought up that we brought this up once with the talking head about what her dad used to tell her. Mm-hmm. How okay? Well, you won one. Now you got to win it again, or else people are going to think it was you know a fluke. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the inner saboteur. Yeah, telling you that you're not nothing. Mm-hmm. For winning this challenge because you haven't won the next one yet. Right. That's that is self sabotage behavior. Mm-hmm. That is talk that will make you lose the next time. Yeah. And I, I because every time she talks about her inner saboteur, it's like okay, it's obviously your father. Right. Like, all, all of the context clues are here. It'd be great to tie that together. But that's a yeah. Know. Oh, and also her upbringing. I mean, she came from very little, mm-hmm. and she talked about the uh, the the cans. Yeah. I the, mean, mm-hmm. the shiners. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the shiners. Just mm-hmm. just the idea of where Cracker came from. I mean that that also, as we know, will also add in to so much of like, what are you doing here on TV? Yeah, spending you know twenty, thirty grand. Mm-hmm. Who are you? Yeah, yeah. You don't deserve this. You right. know, like that's that's that voice that will will eat at you. Mm-hmm. But uh, so in that sense, I can see how she could have gone a little bit deeper. Yeah. I just don't know what Rue wanted from her. And and somebody on Twitter mentioned this, and I think I'm, I'm I think I'm there that. They knew Cracker was going to go home in the workroom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. I think that the event, you know, kind of what it came down to was Cameron and Cracker were the two self-producers. Yes. And self-producing is a is a, a no, death no. sentence. No, no. But Cameron's was less offensive than Cracker's. Why? Because Cameron, I think that Cameron's self-producing was more vulnerable. And ultimately, it's about... It's, it's seeing the vulnerability of Cameron trying to like being shy in the workroom and like trying to kind of just like navigate that I think is more endearing than seeing Cracker constantly try to mitigate what they think of her Okay, because I think they feel like even though we're not seeing who Cameron is we're seeing those soft tender parts okay. that Rue talks about. I see what you mean. I, we we certainly, I, I I can certainly see that point that that we see the introverted soft tender part of her rather than Cracker, mm-hmm. who I believe is also an introvert. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but we're but she's not showing that at all. Right, right. Uh, let's put a pin in that because there's the Cracker Cameron deliberation of RuPaul that I think is interesting to talk about. But we should let our Marys know what we're what we're. Discussing. We here. should. We should. We should tell them that they're listening to another episode of All Right Mary. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. Yeah. Uh, which is our podcast dedicated to all things drag race, the world of drag race, and the paradigm that RuPaul has created with this little TV show. Beady Beady TV show. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. I'm Cheyenne Jax. I'm sorry. I'm Johnny. Um 
And uh, I am, uh, and I'm Colin. No, I'm just, yeah, I'm just going to be me. I'm not going to try to be anyone else than myself. You're Wanda Sykes. I'm going to be me. Yeah, I'm going to be me. I'm going to be myself. <laughs> I am the good me. I am not the evil twin, uh, which is, are, of course. Are you sure? I think so. I'm positive. I, yeah, because we are not identical. Identical. We're fraternal. <laughs> Um, so, of course, we are continuing our recap of season 10 with Evil Twins. Evil Twins. I'm, I'm sad that Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen weren't the oh, guests on this episode. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> where are they? Right? Or, I mean, not that they're... They're tw- both fashionistas. Right. I was just like, where is this? Right? I mean, not that they're twins, but it'd be great, like a Boulay Brothers situation. Oh, you okay. Know? Just, yes. Yeah. yeah. Something um, like that. Yeah. Who else are famous twins? Oh, um, um, uh, T and Tamara. Yeah. There's Tamara the Peters Mary. twins. Peters twins? <laughs> they're porn stars. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, Mary. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, Peter's my, the twins. Peter's twins. Yeah, they're on um, where they bell me. One of those. Playing with my Peter. Yeah. yeah. Both of them. Yeah, one of those waxed asshole situations. <clears throat> Bleached asshole. Both. Yeah. And I love it. Totally. Uh, yeah. Bridesmaids. Um, I, so, oh, oh, famous twins. Famous twins. Um, there's so many. Yeah. Mary's will let us know. Mary's will let us know who we missed. Uh, but the, the ones that, you know, Tia and Tamara are number one. Tia and Tamara. Yeah. That's what I just said. Tim oh. Tamara Maori. Oh. But you were thinking about Boulay Brothers. I was thinking or... about Boulay Brothers. <laughs> and then I was thinking about the Peters Twins. And then I was thinking about Waxed Assholes. <laughs> so you lost me. Who's the, um, who are those two Russian girls that are a girl group? Oh, Tattoo. Tattoo. Are yeah. they twins? No. I don't know what they are. I think no. they, they make out. But they're Russian, so you really just... I mean, we could have had Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, no, that would have been a twin situation. Right? Or, I mean, uh, a big business situation. Could they get <gasps> oh Ben Midler God. and Lily, Lily Tomlin? Tomlin. <laughs> oh, my God, that would have been fabulous. <laughs> I know that uh, Scarlett uh, is twins with Hunter Johansson. Oh. He's not as famous. Mm. Um, Laverne Cox has a twin. Oh, that'd be uh, interesting. Yeah, M. Lamar. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, Oh, Linda Hamilton has a twin. Really? Leslie. Leslie <laughs> Hamilton. Linda and Leslie. Linda and Les. <laughs> man. Oh, man. Um, yeah. The other one that's coming up here is uh, Rami Malek. Uh, oh, he's the one who's playing um, Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury. Oh. Oh. And you've seen Mr. Robot? You know, I still have never watched it. Okay. Yeah. The first season is, is great. I didn't watch the second season. Apparently, it's great. Yeah. But, uh, I haven't I've, seen it. Yeah. yeah there's, something, he's, there's something about him. He is cute. Oh. I don't know what it is. Oh, Mary. He's like next level, right? Like sex. There's like something about him. I'm like, I just, oh yeah. man, yeah. I want to like shred you like pulled pork, you know? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> put you in the sandwich, like coleslaw for good luck. Ooh, mayo based. I'm into it. Um, so of course we'll get into. We'll we'll move into the matter at hand. Yes, um, yes. So we we arrive at the beginning of this episode. Of course, um, the good Judy to everyone. Is out Monet, and, it, and you know it's always heartwarming when you see the queens kind of evangelize and memorialize, yeah. Yeah. you know, the one who's left. Yeah. Did you believe this Bendela Creme moment? I had the same note. I was like, "Well, then, girl, go home." Yeah, yeah. I, I just didn't. I thought it was uh, mm-hmm. fake. Yeah, it was. I thought she knew that she had to be like that, even mm-hmm. though she's like, "Yeah, I sent her home." I mean, I think it's like a really obvious card to try to pull to get Miss Congeniality, right? Well, I don't know if that's why she's doing it, but like, still, it's like. Well, she doesn't want any drama, right? Like right. she doesn't want to have any conflict, have anyone hate her, and it's crazy because she's gotten a lot of social media hate this week, which of course she is did. never warranted ever. But, oh no! Um, I hate that. Yeah, it's like she didn't make the fucking decision. Yeah, she didn't make the decision. She's yeah. It's like when Nina Brown got mm-hmm. all of the all the hate Valentina hate. From Valentina. Nina, all Nina did was her job. Yes. 
Yes, and Cameron did that. Yeah. We would have we would have railed her if she just stood there. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Right? I mean, what was she supposed to do, Mary? It was a lose lose situation. Yeah. Except she won. Except um, she won. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, she's in the top four. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I just. I don't know if I. If I totally believed. No, I uh, didn't either. Her. Her sentiments, but you know, at the time, I'm sure she was like, "Oh, I feel bad that I sent her home," but mm-hmm. it's like. No, you wouldn't rather you go home. Right, right. And of course it feels bad, but you just have to like, you have to want to be there. But at the same time, there could be merit in it because Ben de la Creme did go home mm-hmm. because he just didn't want to do that anymore. Right. Um. Yeah, but I think that like Cameron would not pull the same move, you know? Okay. And I, I think that Maybe. You know, All Stars is just like a slightly different show, All you right. know? And yeah. oh, and yeah, and Ben's been on the show before. Yeah. Has criticized the show before. Mm-hmm. He's got yeah. kind of the insurance. He could do that and get away and with be fine. it. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I that. Um, yeah. I. I don't have any other notes for the for this kind of opening act. Um, I cold open. Do I mean we talked a little bit about Asia the narrator, um, which I'm loving. We kind of expected that was going to happen. Oh wait, she set up the star thing with uh, Cracker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole thing of like. I don't see a star. She's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not seeing a star, which I think is an accurate way to put. I, I agreed with her in that situation. Yeah. I was like, yeah, she, we're not seeing it. Yeah. Like you we are. We see it on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. We see it outside the show. Yeah. Um, I, you know, this is like, this is one of those, uh, one of those Rain Man moments uh, where, because I, I call Asia the nuanced narrator because she has these little moments, like the Red Bull can. Oh, moment. you love that. I love that. And then this is tiny, but I noticed it the first time I watched it is when she's talking and she has this line where she's she's talking about one of the queens um i guess it's probably cameron maybe or aquaria where she's saying um being just kind of you know good enough there was this weird like not like opposite of school as fuck it was like this incredibly real way of talking in the talking head that you don't really hear like a katia situation yes where you feel like you're a real person talking right right and it was on this like tiny little like nuance i feel like that a lot the past two episodes with asia Mm -hmm. for sure it it just feels that she's nailing the importance of the narrator of the connective element what do you what's your take on i mean cameron doesn't have any talking heads when she does, it doesn't really contribute anything. Right. You know? I mean, the only talking head she had that had any sort of character was the whole saboteur thing. Oh, saboteur. Yeah. yeah. And it's that like... Was cute. That was cute. And and actually, when that happened, and when she's like, whatever, I'm just going to keep saying saboteur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, like okay, that's real. I kind of liked her a little yeah, bit. I was like, right. fuck. Yeah, there it is. More of this. There like, you're kind of charming yeah. and nice. Oh, and yeah. I wish you felt safe to show that. Sure. You know? Sure. <clears throat> um, yeah, the... Uh, I did love how they were like, why don't we just clean the mirror with a sponge every week? Oh, I mean, wouldn't that be the best if that like carried over? Yeah. It's like they just always oh, use Monet the sponge. sponge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Um, there's some kind of change joke in there. Exchange. Oh, or exchange. Some kind of, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I can't think of it. Sorry. Um, yeah. Um, I guess maybe this is kind of an act one. I mean, it's so what we just talked about with Cracker, but you know, the end of this opening clip before the credits uh, or the titles it's kind of that talking head of cracker of like, I just have to do one thing. Don't, Don't fuck, fuck it, it up. up. And I just was like, stop. Just talk to us. Mm. Like in comparison to Asia, right? It's like, stop. Like I'm not into it anymore. Yeah. You know, like I'm, it's not funny. Sure. It's just not working. Yeah. So just be real. Yeah. It is very, uh, it reminds me of Laganja. It mm-hmm. seems rehearsed in a sense. Which is what RuPaul has accused her of. Yeah. Is you seem so pre-rehearsed and you figured out what you're going to say regardless of what the question is. Yeah. So, I just wish she put some butter on it. You just, know? you know, a little margarine even. I'm not mad, you, you know? know? A little spray. 
<laughs> little pump spray. Yeah, you know, some lavender butter, Ooh, strawberry butter. Sure, spread a little Lemare on that toast. She <laughs> share, bitch. Um, <laughs> share, bitch. Um, she share is gonna miss that toast. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> you know, I stand by it. That was the best share. That was the best share. Yeah. That was the best share. And yeah. it's still kind of being memed. I mm-hmm. love what Lee Dawson did where mm-hmm. he, he, when she, he took her uh, first challenge, mini challenge of the runway mm-hmm. when, in the X formation. Oh, yeah. And then puts it to Cher's. Uh, uh, oh, no, he does Miss Cracker doing Call Me, uh, Call Me Mother. Yes, I remember because I watched that. As Cher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, yes, review, yes. Review with the Jew. Yes, yeah. I remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. that. Um, it's back in the house. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, the day that, you know, we're, after she was eliminated, she released some some track that some DJ, one of the oh, right. one of the drag queen yes. DJs yes. <clears throat> who does all those songs right. did one of her doing that. I love it. Yeah. Um, and I mean, Adam it, Joseph, maybe I think it was, I think it was Adam Joseph. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I mean, isn't that really like how you win? Yeah. No, that's how you win. You, you have know? things that last. I mean, look at Miss Vanjie. She's the winner of season 10. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, RuPaul has a necklace that says Vanjie. I know. It. Yeah. It, right. And like, she's, she's guaranteed. It's now the untucked name. They Vangie. say it. Yeah. yeah. She's guaranteed for season 11. Yes. I mean, it's, I mean, that's a lot of pressure, though. Oh, honey. Way more than Eureka had. Talk about this, the, the inner saboteur. Yeah. She's got to come back and, like, be something. She's going to bring those cookies. She has to bring those cookies. Yeah. She's got a whole rack of cookies. She's got a whole rack of cookies, <laughs> and they're all cooling. Yeah. <laughs> a baker's dozen. Yeah, I got a whole cooling rack of shit. <laughs> There you go, Mary. So we get to the next day workroom. Yes. Um, uh, they had some little banter about uh, your first time in drag. Yeah. I took the note. Remember in season nine, remember how towards the end, Peppermint kind of was giving like oldest cousin realness. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 And yeah, I think yeah. Asia's doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I love that. She's a, she's so adorable. Keeping the conversation going. Right, 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 right. Well, that's also uh, um, uh, the producers clearly tell them what to talk about right. and then walk away. Right. And, you know, you have Eureka who kind of makes it obvious that the producers mm-hmm. ask them. There's another queen from a past season that used to do that. Where oh. I'm like, I'm like, I, Alexis did that. Yes. I could hear that the producer just fed her that question. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like uh, with Asia, she's kind of like, all right, guys, we're at camp. I'm mm-hmm. the camp counselor. Yeah. We're going to play a game. Mom. She's like, I got this. Yeah. <laughs> she's like the mom who like leads the Cub Scouts. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, whatever, I'll do it. She's got the, uh, the you know, the, the, the pizza bagels in the oven. Oh, com- totally. She's got the pizza bagels going. She has. Hey, I'm your mother. I'm your mother. It's fine. She's got a couple of juice <laughs> options. Yeah, Sunny D. Yeah, Sunny D's. Yeah, yeah. Big yeah, Capri D. Suns. Sunny Big D. Sunny Big D. <laughs> Sunny yeah. Big Big D. Yeah, suddenly we're back on that Lido Cruise. <laughs> Hitting the high C's. Oh, high C, Mary. Oh my high D. D. High D. Yeah. <laughs> high I see you if you're not careful. Oh, man. <laughs> Speaking of which, it has to be mentioned, Cameron coming in in those gray sweatpants. Oh. You know what I always say? Oh A pair gosh. of sweatpants makes me pant and sweat. You oh, know what I'm shit. saying? <laughs> oh, shit. It was giving me leftover realness. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, my God. You know that scene. Oh, yeah. That's the only thing I know. It's like, it's uh. like Ann Dowd and his dick. Oh, <laughs> and Liv Tyler's tears. Oh, oh, oh Mary. Yeah. Oh, Mary. Yeah. The, the, com- the, the come over. What am I even trying to say? <laughs> the comeback, the fall over. What is it called? The leftovers. The, leftovers. the come over is another thing. I think that's the Lido Cruz. <laughs> Come over. The come That's over. the porn version of Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah the come over. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about the high seas. He oh. left a little bit of water. Um, 
So uh, <laughs> cheer if it's clear. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Um, I can't even remember what I was going to say. Uh, we're talking about sweatpants. Oh, the leftovers. Leftovers. The leftovers. Yeah. That feels like this show that like eventually I'm going to watch it and I say, oh my God, what was I waiting for? Right. This is so good. Yeah. I'll get there. You will. I know you will. Will you? Wait, have you watched I've it? I've watched it. Oh. Well, excuse me. Look you, who's sitting in her iron throne. You know what? Eat shit, Mary. Mm. Um, Way ahead of you. <laughs> Check the litter box, Mary. <laughs> All right, Divine. <laughs> um, so uh, we should talk about the mini challenge. Oh, you mean the Voss Events Drag Brunch sponsored oh, mini challenge? Yes, yes. Um, have you been to a drag brunch? I don't think I know I that have. we've been to we've been to lips before. The one with the lips. The lips. Yeah. Um I've been to many drag brunches. They're always really fun. I will say this. They're always really fun. The drag queens are always really good at it. Mm-hmm. And uh the only problem that I have is first of all, if it's not bottomless mimosas, mm-hmm. I ain't interested. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but also the food is always like subpar. Oh yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure the eggs are just running for dear life. Well, and I like runny eggs, but it's just kind of like, why am I paying $24 for a piece of toast, three scrambled eggs, Mm -hmm. and four potatoes? Yeah, that some queen's going to sweat on. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I figured. I figure it's kind of like seeing something at the Lori Beachman. But is this Voss... This is like a... I, I've never heard of this. Voss Events does like big gay events. They oh. they do like lots of parties and stuff like that. Okay. Well, yeah. if, as long as they're employing my little queers, sure. I'm, I'm happy for it. Yeah, I and think, people are gonna go. You yeah, know. I think Voss Events is. I don't. I don't know if people. I think of Voss Events. I think of like John Blair. I think of like that right. era. Okay. Having a splash card. Any sure. of my New Yorker marries. Oh my god! And, splash card. Remember, I had a splash card. Of course you did. It was like the only win of 2007 was that like little <laughs> old me went a. Alone and drunk and got a splash card. This was my first year in New York. And I was like, I don't care. Oh, baby's I, first day. It was. Yeah. And it was, oh man, those those were days. Um, I'm sure they were. In any event. Um, please welcome to the stage, Shy Ann. Shy Ann. Like, she's shy. Yeah, she's Shy Ann. <laughs> shy yeah. Ann. Hey Jackson. Hey, hey guys. guys. I have twins. I have twins. <laughs> I don't um, really want to talk about them. You know, it's interesting because he looked like he was dressed for the trade challenge, not yeah. the pancake challenge. Yeah, he, it looked like he, it was just like, hey, hey, do you have a few minutes? Do you want to? Hey, Cheyenne, yeah. can you come here? Do you want to come try some pancakes? Come here, Cheyenne. Yeah. Um, I will say this. I I do not like Cheyenne Jackson and also love him at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate that he's famous because he's famous. Sure. But I also think he's like a total dilf. Oh, yeah. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of like, okay, well, I don't want to see you in anything, but I want right. to see you in nothing. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. Totally, <laughs> totally. I just, yeah, exactly. I just want to see you, the you know. The scruff really got me. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's what it was. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, speaking of which, this she called it uh, the International Halfway House of Pancakes. Oh, yeah. You heard that IHOP changed its name, right? No. Mary. I, they changed it to I IHOB? What? what? Huh? International House of Breakfast? I think it We means, know you have other options. I think it means burgers, Mary. Oh, no. That's I barf. That no. It's IHOP is changing its name to IHOB. International and the B stands for burgers and the B is not capitalized. Oh my <laughs> god. I like there's got to be a kerning problem there. I'm sure of it. You know. I'm just like, what is the world coming to? Yeah. We're changing IHOP? 
I just I, I how is it international? Yeah, first yeah, of all. exactly. It's exactly. not a house, and it's not burgers. Right. So you're wrong the whole time, all the way the around, whole time? the whole time. And the most important question is, what about the pancakes? I know. What happened to the pancakes? What's with that? We're just gonna move them out. I know. You know, I'm gentrification. Sorry, Mary. Sorry. You know? <laughs> pushing flapjacks and uh, stacks out. Exactly. Like, grits. Right. No self-respecting southerner uses instant grits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the proud, uh, That's the proud, proud, the proud Mary. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So you know what I loved about this challenge is that uh, Aquaria was actually gagging. Oh yeah. Did you see her just gagging throughout the whole thing. I guess she's vegetarian. She, oh, she was just I like, mean, I would get that yeah. too. But I don't know if I would gag. If it smelled, I would gag. Yeah. Some lunch meats. They can stink. Yeah. They yeah. can stink. Um, and she was just like, oh, all these foods just like shouldn't go together. <laughs> like I get that. She's one of those people like. One thing can't touch something else. On oh, plate, yeah, yeah. You know? I am like that often. Mm-hmm. But I will say, I feel like I would have been more like Eureka because I would have been like, oh, chocolate chips? Oh, my, oh my God. Take some. Wait a minute. <laughs> Eureka. Girl, the garnishes look delicious. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, wait, wait. No. And then my other favorite, maybe my favorite Eureka moment of the season is I ain't made of these little baby red tomatoes. <laughs> I ain't mad at these little red baby tomatoes. Put that on a tote bag. Right? <laughs> Go to the farmer's market with yeah, that shit. <laughs> I know. And I was like, oh, this is... It's funny when you get those moments of a queen that you're not super excited by, and then you're like, oh, God, I love you in this moment. I, yeah. And I, you're like, am I just like a wishy-washy? Yeah, we're wishy-washy. Yeah. I think we can call each other out for that. Like, yeah. We are wishy-washy on Eureka, but I feel like I, what we are consistent about is when we like queens, mm-hmm. it's usually their talking head. It's usually what they bring yes. to the reality show right. rather than the runway. I mean, yeah. the runway certainly will gag us, but I feel like... You know, it's the person. It's the person. Yeah, and we'll give credit. I mean, I think back to like season two. We hated Raven, but right. we gave credit where yeah. credit oh, was due. She was, she was still a great queen. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, um so yeah, uh, th- you know, again, another mini challenge that like, just there's there's zero weight. I will say, if I had to pick one winner, it would have been Aquaria. Oh my hers god, was the most pancakes creative. labyrinth. Yes, I was just like you, little. You're such a sweetheart. Such a little sweetheart. But I also you saw that movie. Yeah, it was right. <laughs> and, and, and then you figured out this pun, and then yeah. you, like why that was a that was great. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, I love that she called hers pancakes labyrinth, and then Eureka was like, "So this is Cindy Ann." <laughs> This is Cindy Ann. The East Compton Prison right, reference. Right. Like yeah. Maybe he should have called it Cheyenne. Yeah, right. right. That would have been Cheyenne. smart. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah I, um, Cheyenne Winter. <laughs> Cheyenne Winter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, Cheyenne Hamilton. You know what I mean? <laughs> sort of Jackson. Uh, I also really... Cheyenne Bancroft. <laughs> Cheyenne Bancroft. Man, you really graduated that pun, didn't there you? There you go, Mary. <laughs> You're a real miracle worker, aren't yes, you? Mary, yes, yes. Water, water. Yeah, I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you can't see me, but I'm <laughs> I'm saying a lot of things right now. Oh, Patty Duke. Yeah. Oh, Patty Duke. Uh, Patty Punta Duke. Yeah, Patty Punta Duke. Yeah. Patty Pancake. Yes. I did like uh, that whole story with Peter Pancakes and the affair with Wally Waffle. I was like, okay, Cam. Yeah. You're doing something really cute. Yeah, you're trying to like have a personality. Oh, sweetheart. Yeah, yeah. You're just nervous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Panquisha. Oh, Her Panquisha. side eye. Yes. The little side eye. That yeah, was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, and so Asia like rightfully won. Well, I think Aquaria should have won. I wanted, and to the s- only reason she didn't win is, and, and this is all spoiler, not spoiler, mm-hmm. con- uh, conspiracy theory, mm-hmm. um, is that we knew that it had to be served to Cheyenne at, yes. at the end, and Rue likes Asia to do the bits. <coughs> no, 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 no. Um, 
there was too much hanging off the plate oh. for Aquaria to bring it over to him mm-hmm. and, and for him to leave the workroom. To do that bit. That's, yeah. 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 So the bit wouldn't have worked. Right. So it had to be Asia or uh, not even Crackers because Crackers was off the plate. Right. Or uh, Patty Punta. Yeah. Or maybe could... um. Could could Cindy Ann possibly have? I think Cindy Ann's was also she like well hanging off the plate. plate. Yeah, hanging um, off the plate. She hanging off the plate. Oh um, God. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm know, often hanging off the plate. I mean, Mary. really? Yeah, I'm by a thread, <laughs> by a noodle. You know, I'm yeah. like you know a, a piece of mozzarella uh, cheese. Right, just, you know, yeah. just bursting, hanging on for dear life. Uh, yeah, I mean, I loved Aquarius, but I was like, okay, if she wasn't going to win, Asia's was fun. Sure. I think it was the side eye. Once okay, I watched it again, eye. I was like, oh, that's I too will funny. say this this mini challenge went on a little bit too long. There were too many shots of Cheyenne Jackson reacting to nothing, eating right? nothing. Eating the tiniest thing. And I was like, okay, the bit didn't ever change. Mm-hmm. The bit was the same for all five girls. Right. And again, it was that, that stupid thing about how gay men aren't supposed to eat oh, i know i like enough and yeah. i'm like oh, just have him chow down right Mary. that's why i'm like bless you aquarius yeah. like no no let's let's snack a little while yeah. we're going <laughs> i love a queen who snacks um uh, yeah well it was weird right because it's like why don't you just judge the appearance like the food the tasting thing was yeah it was, silly. Yeah, it was, it was silly. Yeah. um in any event um, cheyenne's wink is notable Yes, that slow wink. I created a gif of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I will good. be I will be using it. Oh, with a fistful of Jergens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Um, better with every loop. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I mean, Cheyenne Jackson is funny because I have the same thing. Where I'm like, I I don't love him, but I'm like, oh, is it like what do I what do I? Is not it because like about he's him? tall, white, strong, attractive, blue eyes? Is he just the popular girl? Yeah, is he the like, popular girl, and mm-hmm. that's why he's famous? You right. Know? But then, like, let's be on theme here, like. That's just our inner side. That's right. Talking. That's right. That's not his fault. Sure. You, you know? have blue eyes. I have blue eyes. Yeah, I mean, have, I yeah. could. I could. You're not tall. <laughs> over Polly Pocket over yeah, here I is know, trying to I read know. me for I'm Phil. This, I'm this little. I'm this little Aquarius. Mighty Max over here, <laughs> popping out of his compact to read me oh, for Phil. Who are you, Isaiah Saboteur? <laughs> maybe I. Maybe that's what it is. Oh, okay, it's just the voice of me. You're calling. Yeah. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. Uh, moving on. Yeah. Um, so yes, we find out the the challenge. This was actually a um, a second choice for our clip of the week mm-hmm. was RuPaul setting up this challenge because one of my problems with this episode is that I don't know if they knew exactly what they were judged on. Yeah. Well, you can kind of tell in the workroom, right? When Eureka's talking to Cracker, yeah, she's like, "That's not the challenge." Right. It's not. A, it's not a sewing challenge. Mm-hmm. It's not a sewing challenge. Well, well, why is the mood wall open? Right. Right. It's like, it's or not. Or is the mood wall always open, you know? And it's like, it's not a sewing challenge, but RuPaul distinctly asked every queen, are you making your are you making scratch? Yes. Which, I'm going to get into that. Hints. Well. What, what is it? The 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 little, uh, the dipping sauces. Yes, yes. It, chicken nuggets. <laughs> chicken nuggets. She was dropping some nuggets. <laughs> this was like a full on chicken select. Yes. Oh, chicken selects. Do they still serve those? They might. I know they have oh tenders. So the tenders may Colin, have taken place. When I, I ate chicken. I loved those chicken selects. Yeah. They were 70% breading. I mean, oh my God. The they best were part. perfect. Crunchy breading. Better than the nuggets. Because the nuggets, you know what? I have this weird thing. When I was a kid, I probably was like six years old. My neighbor, Derek, he told me that they put eels in the chicken. Eels. Eels. And I was like, nope. Nope. And, I, and, and so whenever I would uh, get chicken nuggets, I would rip them open first. And if they weren't white, I wouldn't eat them. Racist. That's <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> I'm racist. Um, no, but like I would, I would, 
see like purple or like I, some yeah. gray or whatever awful yeah. color. Yeah. And it was probably smart of me not to eat those. Probably. Yeah. yeah. I think if you see a, a shock of purple, yeah. don't eat the chicken nugget. Um, yeah. Words to live by by Colin Drucker. Yeah. If you see a shock of purple, don't eat the chicken nugget. Put that on a tote bag. Oh, yeah. Leave the purple. Take the chicken. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, um, but anyway, yes. so so this the the problem with this ch- this challenge, right, is that they didn't really know what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, you were we'll talk about the sewing conversation with Eureka probably a little bit later. But uh, what RuPaul sets this up as is she wants two distinct characters: one, your best and brightest, and then next is your evil twin, yeah, the dark sided bitch. And so there's nothing. I guess she says, put your inner saboteur in drag, mm-hmm. and. And then the workroom makes it seem like, oh no, I want you to like cry, like cry on the runway. Yeah, exactly. like I want you to like break it down. Yeah, I want this to hurt you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that was that was where it went off the rails. And I think it's interesting when you see the queens who struggled with that. Yeah, you know, when you see that as a queen like Cameron or or Cracker, who it's like once you add in this additional element that requires not just like understanding of your own emotional state, but a willingness to show it and share it. Like it is an interesting challenge. I mean, to kind of, I don't know, play devil's advocate because some people think, Oh, RuPaul was really playing out of his, you know, out of his league here with this challenge. Yeah. But it is kind of an interesting experiment. Oh, I thought it was, it was a great experiment. I I mean, this is part of the gospel of RuPaul Mm -hmm. is the, the inner saboteur. He, He talks about this all the time on and off the show it's something that i feel like all humans need to connect with especially queer people mm-hmm. who are constantly sabotaging themselves i think rupaul has not only personal experience but experience seeing it in his peers that didn't make it out of the east village which he's mm-hmm. talked about before <clears throat> that you know this imposter syndrome that that is riddled in 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 the drag world mm-hmm. and i because it's just like well, how we, you, you're a drag queen. You're not. You know. You're not special. What are you? Right. Um. But I feel like uh, with this with this challenge, for for the, for Rue wanting to expose these these inner saboteurs, which is something that people often can't do, mm-hmm. right? Because they can't even see it. Like yeah. that's also like another bar. Right. Okay? Exactly. It's also that um, every single aspect of this challenge seemed produced uh, when whenever they referenced the saboteur mm-hmm. you know what i mean I, I, I'm, I'm talking you mean about the, later in the in the episode yes, with the, oh with the i cringy mean moments between the reaction yeah. shots of something that wasn't there mm-hmm. that's and, the irony right that this whole episode was so produced but it was supposed to be about reality and truth but you know what i guess that's also the genius mm-hmm. if you think about it sure if you're gonna go marry with me sure the i'll marry genius, out the genius of it is that like yeah the inner saboteur actually isn't real yeah yeah, that's, that none of that is fake. That's all made up. Mm-hmm. So for us to see them, kind of mocking it. Yeah, playing, staying in character. Yes, even when they're on the runway being critiqued, yes. which I kind of hated. But from that point of view, this point of view, it's like, oh my god, that's great. Right, like, we're oh, probably we're pretending to <clears throat> hate this, you know, or pretending right. to hear this because yeah. we're not really hearing it. We're making it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just, I think that. It's very meta. <laughs> there is, yeah, there is merit in in that theory, and then having them stay in character as their evil twins, right? But then on the flip side, it was like this is a really strange and important time in the competition to have to stay in a character. Oh, that I totally agree. You know, why were they in character? Yeah, I thought at this point it's like 
okay, when is the show over? We know. Yeah. You know, and you're here telling Cracker, yeah, you're probably not going to make it any further than this. And she has to stay in this stupid character. Right. Like, it just, it was such a strange choice because it was like, there, it felt to me, and I know we're jumping ahead, but it felt to me that the good side of them was kind of the queen that we know. Yeah. And then the, the alter ego was the character they were playing. But we spend so much more time interacting with the interceptor character. Yeah. And I thought that was, there's probably a production timing element. Like the fact that they lip synced as the saboteur was probably just because that was a second runway. Yes. So it was just a timing thing. Yeah. But to have them have to stay as those characters when they're saying who should go home. Yeah. This is the real competition well, I now. Th- you know, and one of the things that I love about Drag Race is that during the critiques and Bendel Creme and I guess even now kind of somebody like Miss Cracker, they got read for not being able to see the the, the, the artist underneath. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the critiques is when I want to see the artist talking about what they just did. Exactly. And so for them to stay in this character, I'm like, I don't, this is still part of the challenge. Yeah. 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 Like, are they still being judged? And yeah. How they right. Respond? Right. And I think they were because yeah. Lena Dunham was even like, Oh, you're a great actor. You're and, and you know Eureka was hamming it up. Yeah, yeah. But like for the ones like Cameron or Cracker who were just like, I right. I'm not feeling good right, right now. <laughs> like I don't want to play your your fucking game. Was actually there. Yeah. yeah, it makes me think of the season five crying mini challenge. Oh right. When Detox was like, I'm sorry, I can't do this. I can't do this. I'm just like, this is too real. Right. And I just felt like it was kind of the same thing here. Yeah. But, I wish you know, one of them had stopped. I think that would have been a really cool moment oh, for TV to if be like Cracker did it. Yeah, if Cracker was like, "Stop it!" Yeah, stop it. I actually like am only hearing this character that I'm in right now. Yeah, I need to be myself right now while I'm hearing these critiques. Right, exactly, exactly. I just that was so frustrating to me that like RuPaul essentially like gave them this challenge that asked them to like dig so deep and present something so personal, and then like kind of flipped the script and was like, okay, now just be artificial the whole time. Right. And, yeah. and sh- shouldn't it be like, oh yeah, dig deep, expose yourself, mm-hmm. and then and reflect on it with us. Right. And then let us see the you as yeah. your saboteur. Talking about the saboteur, mm-hmm. talking about the difference, talking about where you are with this challenge. Yep. The only time we see that is in Untucked with Cameron. That's right. When she melts down. Yes. And I'm like, this is so cool. Yes. She is dressed as her inner saboteur saying all of the things yes. unironically. Yes. So yeah. I, that would have been super cool. Oh my god! Can you believe that moment? That was that was like cool, yeah. cool shit. Yeah. I'm, well, oh, when Cameron melted down. Yes. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. I, that reminded me of. I mean, I didn't love it in the sense that like I. Oh, no. I loved it. No, I was happy for her to just like <clears throat> to open up and have yeah. some catharsis. Yes. It reminded me of. There's another moment, and maybe it's an untucked moment where somebody. It might be Kennedy. There's someone who kind of like Kernedy. Kernedy. <laughs> oh, maybe it's Alaska. Oh, where they're they're melting down. Ironically, Alaska melting down and can't stop themselves. You know, right? And I love that because I don't want you to stop yourself. Yeah. You know, like this is the truth. When we were seeing Cameron melt down like that, I know we're jumping way ahead. That was the truth. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, well, I can get on board longer with a queen like that than Cracker. Who yeah. just won't budge. Yeah, I feel like uh, if we're going to reference anything this season, I think of the Vixen when she was, um, Asia referenced it this episode, mm-hmm. when she's pointing fingers at everybody else but herself. Right. And then finally, she kind of breaks down and she's like, I'm scared, guys. You hurt my feelings. Yeah, yeah. And you're finally like, ah. Yeah. Truth, I'm hearing a higher self right now. Right, exactly. Now this is this feels true, yeah. and this feels like I can connect with you, yeah. and we can move forward. What What do you think about Nina Bonita Brown? Were we just only hearing the saboteur? 
Yeah, I think with but you know this brings up. I think it, it's interesting you mentioned her because this brings up some of the conversations happening on the subreddit of like it's not always just this idea of like you need to overcome or this is kind of what people are saying is you need to overcome some inner saboteur some something that you're just blocked and it's all these personal development solutions there's a lot of people who are like a lot of people can't like like be themselves or show up for the world because they're cripplingly depressed right and so you can't just say well you just need to you know get the right mindset it's not always about that yeah and how do you draw that line yeah you know i mean some people there was kind of back and forth about when rupaul says in the um the sort of video message something about like the bipolar, oh, bipolar express, express yeah. and some people are like is, isn't that kind of like trivializing right and and you know it's tough and I it's drag show it's a drag show I kind of go both ways I kind there's a part of me that's like and bipolar is not the same no as, pun intended I kind of <laughs> go both ways <laughs> sorry bipolar is not the same as inner saboteur exactly self. you're kind of just conflating all of that it's like oh that she was different. trying to make as many puns right about twins and doubles and mm-hmm. duos sure and I'm not gonna harp on the bipolar thing it's just interesting I didn't I didn't hear that until I saw people talking sure. about it well I, I I certainly caught it and I was like. <sighs> yeah yeah but that, i thought that was an interesting point that like nina for example i think that she just like it was just a mental health issue yeah you know and there's no shame in that no way yeah i mean i don't know if i'd be much different right <laughs> like i right. get it there's nothing shay coulee could have said to her yeah that could have brought her out of that yeah, yeah exactly and there was nothing in that situation she nina, was making things up yeah nina couldn't tell herself anything to get out of that her her inner saboteur was saying what the other girls were saying about her mm-hmm. when the other girls weren't saying that about her right so they weren't just the voices in her head they were voices in other people's heads yeah that she couldn't control right yeah right um yeah, it is she, about a lack of control often she'd be an interesting queen for for this kind of challenge oh my you god you know especially just her visual style Ugh, like you imagine yeah i mean nina uh, bonita brown oh man Ugh. what would she have done what would she have done <laughs> i feel like there was another queen just recently i was i was thinking about her. i was watching something and i was like i miss that queen i love that queen and i can't think of who it was but i'm having that feeling about nina right now like oh yeah nina yeah nina. Nina was great Nina Bonina yeah. Brown. Yeah, I'm looking forward to boom, seeing like boom, boom. Yeah, I want like watch the season nine, watch season nine again, kind of watching Nina. Yeah, you know, oh, watching Nina um, regarding Nina regarding Nina. <laughs> yeah, um, let's keep going. Yes. Um. So yeah. So she introduces this challenge. Mm-hmm. Um. I guess we could talk about the workroom. Yeah. Uh, visits or do you want to talk about? Oh, you know what I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Again, another problem with this episode. Um, and I don't know if this was a prompt from the producers mm-hmm. because Eureka's like, you know what? I want to get ideas. Yeah. Let's sit down, guys. What do you like about me? What don't you like about me? Was mm-hmm. that like a way for them to drum up some drama? Because that is also not the inner saboteur. Yeah. It's not what's good about you and what's bad about you mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. And so this whole segment, I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah. No. It's not this what, is all for a show. It's not what other people think of you. It's what you think of you. Yes. That's what we're interested in right. here. I thought that was a really interesting moment. It did remind me of, do you remember way back in season one, there's that moment where Rue has the queens giving each other feedback in the workroom and then he has them do each, like two of them do each other's makeup. But oh. before that challenge, he has them like give feedback of like what they do. What's, yeah. What's working. I think I remember that. <clears throat> so it's, it's interesting to see that again here. I agree with you. This is not necessary but you could tell they wanted it to drum up drama yeah like you see that that edit with the commercial right right. of aquaria and it's tried and i knew i was like 
Aquarius not. She's not going to say that. Especially to Eureka. Who's right. Just, you know, sweet little goose to her. Right, exactly. It's like yeah. Aquarius is going to be, she's going to say, oh, just kidding. You know? <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Right, right. She does that later about Cameron with the talking head. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. She, oh, yeah, just, she's like, well, that's shady. why Cameron's not, ta- not saying yeah, anything. Yeah. She got uh, nothing but negative things to say. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, just kidding. kidding. Yeah. yeah. Um, one of the things that I loved about this is how Asia calls Eureka Susie Cream Cheese. Okay, yes. So did you go. To where I went, because I don't call it Susie Cream Cheese. We called it in um, in Chicago. It uh, we called it Susie Chapstick. Oh, do you know who Susie Chapstick was? No. Oh my God. So there's this like famous skier named Susie Chaffe Chaffee uh-huh. Chaffee Susie uh-huh. Chaffee, mm-hmm. and uh, but she started selling chapstick, mm-hmm. and so she's all bundled up and she's blonde and beautiful, and mm-hmm. she's Susie Chapstick, and right? She's just, She's just this bright-eyed, bushy-tailed little bitch. Oh. And she's selling chapstick. Whenever I think of like a skier selling chapstick, I think of like Peekaboo Street. <laughs> Wasn't she a skier who, <laughs> who sold that? Oh, look, you got a laptop. Look at Peekaboo Street. Peekaboo. With one O at the end. <laughs> Peekaboo. Uh, Peekaboo. Yeah, but yeah, she used to do commercials. I feel like she did a chapstick situation. Oh, my God. It's... Yes, yes, P I C A B O. Yeah, Peekaboo. Oh my God, look at her! She's such a little. Oh she, my God, did she get arrested? Oh, <gasps> Peekaboo Street. Oh my God, Mary. Peekaboo, I oh see God, you. She, she beat somebody up, Colin. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Wow, the Peekaboo Boom Boom got oh, over she here. She beat up her dad, Colin. Oh well, I got it. Whatever. <laughs> she pushed her father down the stairs. Well, what did uh, he do? I don't know. He was 76 years oh, old. Oh, all right. She locked him in the basement. I'm not. Oh, okay, we're done. No. Talking about Peekaboo Street. Oh, babe, I'm, I'm putting my hands over my <laughs> eyes again. Never mind. But anyway, Susie Chapstick didn't have any of No, this. sorry. I took us down that path. <laughs> no, um, but so yeah. So Susie Cream Cheese to me is Susie Chapstick. Yeah, I, I, so the weirdest thing is, and I, I still have the note in my phone, in like 2008 when I came, when I, I, Come back to New York Obama. from Australia. Obama. Sorry. Uh, yeah, it was my Cise Puede season, and I, uh, I was working some some company, sort you know, some job as like a receptionist in a real estate office. I don't know. Um, but one of the sales guys, you I heard were a him. Secretary. I was a secretary. I was oh. a yeah. Oh yeah. Secretary. I I did pretty well. I was. They all loved me. Um, you were the Dolly Parton. I was. I was. I I wish. <laughs> I was more of the Margaret, probably. Oh, At a girl. Not Roz. I wish. No, you know what? I was probably the the um the violet. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um and so uh I have the note in my phone because I remember writing down hearing one of the sales guys say on the phone something about Susie cream cheese and I was like, "What is that expression, Susie cream cheese?" <laughs> and like 10 years later, it's been solved. Wow. So this is a monumental moment in my life. All right. To know what Susie I'm cream so cheese is. I'm so happy for you. Yeah. Yeah. Susie I am just yeah. Uh, <laughs> I am just I'm whipped with joy. Please welcome back to the stage, Susie, Susie cream, cream cheese. cheese. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully it's the light cream yes. cheese. Yes. You know? Spread the love. <laughs> Um, Yeah, so uh, Oh, oh, I loved in that conversation though Asia says to Cracker Your response to a compliment or a read Are almost exactly the same Yeah, What an apropos way I think of Summing up, yeah, the issue, right? That uh, you're like a robot, and and that's when I I mm-hmm. came to realize Cameron and Cracker have that in common that they are actually because even uh, Cracker says after this she says, uh, I mean I am the most emotional like I am the one that's actually feeling all of this in my head I'm mm-hmm. just not expressing it. It's because if she did express it, she wouldn't be able to control it. Yeah, as and, someone yeah. who's also like that, like my emotions are big. Mm-hmm. All right, Mary, I'm talking about big, big beat. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. Not a not a call me mother. 
<laughs> exactly. You don't call your mother when you feel that big, big beat, no, do you? No, no, yeah. no. No, it sounds... No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, so and so that's when I, I made that connection between the two of them. Like, okay, Cracker is also an uh, introvert, I think. Like, mm-hmm. somebody that feels so deeply and cannot let go. Yeah. Because it would be too hard to handle Yeah. Um, on reality TV. She couldn't escape right. to calm down. Yeah, exactly. She couldn't escape to calm down and have that separate space, and she can't. It's self-preservation. Yeah, it's pr- protection. And in this situation, now is not the time to unleash. No, no, no. To unravel. No, to no, uncoil. No. Well, Alaska did it. She did, but she's. I think she. This is not her first time feeling emotions. Not her first she, time in the rodeo. No, it's not her first time in the snatch. No, it's, 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 it's first time. First time a game show. So it's a but, snatch game. Yeah. Um. Oh, the walkthroughs. Uh. We we talked about Aquarius walkthrough. Um, when she was talking to Asia, it was just two people on the couch. Yeah, talking, yeah, like like you know, with coffee and mm-hmm. oh, at this point, her walkthroughs with Asia or like her walkthroughs with Bianca. Yeah, it's kind of like you're good, great. Yeah, okay. How you doing, girl? Right, it's right, kind right. of look. That. Don't stare. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought that was an interesting kind of each conversation. There was another like RuPaul truism. Well, and Asia brought the conversation to a beautiful place when mm-hmm. and this I totally get that um, she takes comfort in misery. This idea that it's so much easier mm-hmm. to live in. Oh, I'm so angry. Oh, I hate that. And that's why so many people love Facebook. Yeah. Because you could just like sit in self-pity and FOMO Mm -hmm. and like... And judgment. Right, and judgment. Mm -hmm. You just sit in negativity and you're just like eating it before you go to bed. And you're like, okay. Right, all right. (laughs) It's just this like old oatmeal you're working through. (laughs) Every night you're like, I'm just working through this oatmeal. Did you hear that Bob the Drag Queen on Sibling Rivalry, he makes... Um, I think it was pickle oatmeal. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, there was something, and I was just like, mm, no, you lost no, me. Sorry, no, sorry, yeah, Bob. Yeah. Um, next. Like, yeah. Sure, yeah, Bob. Yeah, sure, Bob. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I love this. Mm-hmm. I just love, I loved it because it spoke to me. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Because I've been there, uh, and I try not to be there. And when I, when I am there, I catch myself. I'm like, this feels too good. Yeah, well, I think we it's talked Sean about this. It's Sean and Freuder in like, mm-hmm. Uh, you know Schadenfreude? I, I know the expression. Schadenfreude is when... It's like a type of dog. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's when you... Um, it's a German word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, when you uh, indulge and like the misfortune of others. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, one thing that I hate that I about myself is that I watch figure skating and I love when they fall. Mm. I love when they fall because it's funny, but also because watching them get up and shake it off is also so empowering and then like get right back into the routine yeah, i'm like wow mm-hmm. yeah holy fuck you just bit it yeah yeah you're probably in so much pain right now and this is like a big moment not yeah. the time to bite exactly. it so physical pain mental pain yeah and yeah, yet yeah. they still you know persevere somehow nevertheless she wiggled yes exactly yeah. <laughs> america she double axled. she double axled <laughs> you got to give it to her you know she triple sow cow yeah she did <laughs> yeah the laces were tied she triple brown cow sunning yeah. <laughs> triple brown, brown cow stunning america she's not going home toe pick <laughs> toe pick <laughs> i mean you know i think this whole thing with- by the way db sweeney made me gay so. oh really <laughs> I remember so watching that, seeing that movie in like I think we watched it. In I also class. learned how to do tequila shots from that movie. Oh, we're t- of course, talking about uh, the cutting edge. Cutting edge. Uh, we watched it when I was like in sixth grade in class. It was one of those like you know in June. You know we're just putting on movies. Right, right. You right, know. Right, right, right. I feel like we we watched the cutting edge in multiple parts. Oh wow. Yeah. Lucky um, you. And all I remember is Topic. Oh, Topic. Yeah. 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 Um, I think that whole thing just kind of wrapping up the Asia conversation. Sure. It, we've talked about this before, but like the the vulnerability of joy. 
and like why negativity feels like home and feels safe because it's like if you if you're just joyfully enjoying something then you are not paying attention to all the things you should quote unquote be afraid of right and and one thing that um i over the past 3 years uh, to get out of my own depression i've been uh, a mantra of mine it's to find joy mm-hmm. i have to find joy in something every day whether mm-hmm. that's like taking a picture of my adorable cat or planting flowers or like you know see going to the dog park and watching dogs play right. you know what i mean just one moment it's mm-hmm. it's a way to it was a way to bring myself out of a cloud um the the hard thing about it is that when you are finding joy other people are hating it yeah yeah other people are hating that you're finding joy mm-hmm. it's you know that because i've heard people talk about that before and there's that idea of like when you're kind of when you're shining other people want to bring you down yeah and i <clears throat> i think about that a lot because i think that that i think that you're right i think that people that triggers a lot in people and like it it, you are kind of going against the pack and there's a lot of things that it brings up for people. I also feel like just as like another perspective, some people think, and I'm not saying you're saying this, but some people say that of like people want to bring you down. Everyone just wants to bring me down mm-hmm. and they think it's all about them and it's all personal. Oh, well, that's also the self-saboteur, yeah, right? It has, or no- it has nothing to do with you. Nobody cares about Nobody your cares. success. Nobody cares. Nobody cares that you're yeah, happy. Right. Like not right. to be dark, but like, I don't give a shit, but like I, what I give a shit is about what's getting stirred up in me. Yeah. And that's how people are operating. Yes. Well, I will say this. So, so two things. One, I recognize in me that when I feel that people don't like me being happy, yes, that is inner saboteur. That mm-hmm. is somebody being like, that is myself. Right. Fucking my shit up. Yeah. But then the other aspect of it, uh, and I think about this podcast, there's a, a very good reason, Colin, why nobody in my life listens to this podcast. It's mm-hmm. because they have and they hate that I'm having a good time. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. So let's... so here's here's a perfect example. Yeah. Best friend. Best friend. Mm-hmm. I won't say from where in my life. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> we did that RuPaul, <laughs> RuPaul Michelle, Michelle uh, yeah, um, plastic surgery. Thing. I said... Is it Hillary's wife? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, dog, baby daddy. Yeah. Um, it's Kristen Wiig. <laughs> um, no, so I, I said, oh, yeah, oh, my God, I have this podcast. I, I, I talk about Drag Race with, with, with Colin. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll listen, I'll listen. And then like a week or two later, uh, I said, oh, my God, did you check out my podcast? He's like, yeah, I listened. Wow. And like that was it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to tell any fucking other person about this podcast because I don't want that, A, to sabotage me. In, in how I interact on it. Mm-hmm. Because sure. what if I act differently now mm-hmm. on the podcast, knowing that people in my life are listening right. and like, you know, and, and in your mind, hate listening. Exactly. Hate just listening. No, they are hate listening and yep. then talking about, this is all self-sabotage. Yeah. yeah. Um, talking about it with everybody else. Like, yeah. Johnny, stupid podcast. Right. They're <laughs> all waiting for you to fuck up or yes. just like make a fool of yourself. Right. Anything. Right. Right. Which is uh, every day I make a fool of myself. Well, so, it's like, you know, it's, it's all perspective, lose. right? Yes, exactly. You know, every day you could say Tammy Brown makes a fool of herself. But to Tammy Brown, she's just living her fantasy. Man, if that's making a fool out of yourself, I want to be the fool. Right? Yeah. I want to be the goddamn Call jester. Call me the joker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's just a way to look at it. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. Um, so, Eureka. Yes. Um, this one, um, I guess the, the conversation was... Uh, she got to a place where I think RuPaul was happy she got to, which mm-hmm. is uh, vulnerability is strength. But it was like, good girl, you yes, got good it. Yes, good girl, good, good job. That, and she gave her a treat. Yeah, yeah. and I, I was like, oh, 
I, like, yeah, that's the problem. It was but, too right. But I did love the something to learn as a queer person, right? Mm-hmm. You can propel yourself with positive energy mm-hmm. or you can propel yourself with fear. Both propel you forward. Yeah. Well, you know, it's and funny. one is awful. Yeah. Well, I was, I was just, it's funny that this had, this had come, I saw this episode after something similar had come up where a friend of mine, she was kind of navigating into like the dating world again, dating apps and all that. And she's uh-huh. done all that before and <clears throat> is very intimidated by it. And just like, it's just like very vulnerable. Yeah. And so she kind of reached out to like a few different people of like, listen, I'm putting myself out here. I could use some tips and oh. some help. And, you know, she kind of wrote out an email and there were a couple lines in there. Who that was were, it? Was it uh, who asked for tips? Uh, oh, Trinity K. Bonet asked for tips. Uh, it's like, oh, and, you know, I'm not really good with this acting stuff. Oh, right, so right, right, right. Yeah. You got any tips? You got any tips? Send them my way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just be sitting over here. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's like, Mary. Yeah, all right, Trinity. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. I love her. Yeah. Sorry. I, I know. That's okay. No, no. Um, but it was, yes, yeah, she was. So Trinity was asking for some tips. And so, uh, you know, we, she and I were talking about it and it was you like. You and Trinity? Me and Trinity. <laughs> yeah. Me and Trinity. It was like, so Trin, <laughs> you know. TKB. Uh, right. Right. Yeah. So I know we're talking about going from Cado to Cado, you know. Uh, and slowing check it. Yeah. Check it. <laughs> Just take a second to see how this goes. Yeah. <laughs> Where's your drag race crown? So it's um, not her. I know, but to me, the adorable verse and the Trinity verse <laughs> and Darian stumbling into a garbage can. And Jocelyn's the fox. And Jocelyn's the fox. <laughs> the best a, one. You're in a pregger's mood. Yeah. And you're all of that is just oh. and, and criminem. Oh, criminem <laughs> is in Mish's house for his. Uh, shut your sassy ass Boy. mouth, Colin. All right. Let's uh, keep going. Anyway. Um, wide and sassy. Uh, <laughs> is my nickname in college. And so uh, I... <laughs> anyway, the the all where the story is going is that my my advice to my friend was like I feel like you're trying to craft this perfect profile. And so what you're doing is you are approaching this from a level of like, oh shit, I got to prepare for this. So okay. you're approaching from fear. Yeah. Instead of like there was like a couple lines in her email. I was like literally copy and paste these lines. This is so funny. It's mm. so you and that and a couple of cute pictures why don't you approach this as something that's not a big deal? Right. Because then, you know what I mean? People are going to feel like, yeah. It's yeah. Not and then you're not going to feel like you're kind of approaching the Wizard of Oz and saying, please, sir, like, you know, can you help me out? I don't yeah. know why she's all over twist. At the, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, please, sir, can I have some more yeah. uh, red, ruby red shoes? And so, <laughs> um, and I think that that was kind of what this is as well of like, you can approach this from like, ooh, I want to impress Miss Paul, which I loved. Uh, <laughs> and, and then you're just going on the runway in terror of like, oh God, I got to just like make you love me. Right, like Cracker every week. Exactly. And I think that, I think, I think RuPaul could feel that and like is so against that. She was so angry during that deliberation. I'm yeah. sorry, we'll get there. Yeah. Um, Aquaria we talked about. Uh, I did love how Aquaria called them negative truths. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. She's um, like, you know, here I am. Like, I have to dig into these negative truths, and I don't know how I feel about that. Right. Um, right. And I was like, she's 21 calling them negative truths. Okay. Yeah. All right, Mary. Because I guess there is some truth, right? I guess she does need a few drinks to get going. Yeah. Maybe she is. I mean, she is socially awkward. Yeah. Those are truths. Right. That's interesting, right? Like, what if you can come to a place of like, yeah, these things are true about me. Like, how does that transform your, the things about you that you don't like? When you embrace them, you know, I, 
I had the beautiful opportunity. I went to go hear Marianne Williamson on Tuesday. Oh, yes. At that church? Yes. Oh, uh, yes. yes. Uh-huh. Was it Marble Collegiate? Mm-hmm. Every Tuesday. It's not every Tuesday. It's the first and third. I thought it was every Tuesday. Not anymore. Marianne. Yeah, I'm I just know. kidding. Well, she's traveling I now. know. She goes to LA miracles, all the time. Mary. Yeah, she, she's in LA like every week. <laughs> yeah. So, um, But anyway, so she was talking about... Uh, Oh man, now I lost it, Mary. You were talking about negative truths. Negative truths. Oh, what what happens when you figure it out? Yes. Mm-hmm. So when you figure it out, then you have a choice. Mm-hmm. I'm either going to wallow in these truths, mm-hmm. or I'm just going to be like, yes, and right, and then go the uh, and 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 then just keep going. Mm-hmm. It's it, she was critiquing therapy in that sense, where she's like, you know, there's so much therapy where we figure out why we are the way we are. Oh, well, my dad said this to me, and I was abused, and and then. Nobody is special. That happens to everybody. Yeah. It's like, okay, so you know that that happened to you and you know why, you know why this is. Now what? Right. Right. Now you have a choice. Like you have a choice now. Like mm-hmm. it is active. Yeah. Because at, at a certain point, we, we, I say we, because all of us do it. We become attached to that victim story. Yes. And, and she, she went in on, on mm-hmm. sitting with being a victim. Right. Right. Um, a lot during this particular lecture. Mm-hmm. And, and it, I was like, oh, fuck. Right, because I feel like she recognizes, okay, someone who is kind of in that victim state, you want pity, but that's not going to help you. No. So I'm not going to give you that because that's not going to help you. It was so amazing because she does that question and answer Mm -hmm. thing after. I stayed for the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, But every single person started with like, I love you. You're great. You're great. You're great. And I'm this and I'm this and I'm this and Mm -hmm. I'm this and this happened to me and this happened to me and this happened to me and I don't know what to do. Yeah. And her answer is always the same, which is like, okay, you're not special. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. That is that is your ego being like all of this happened to me. So I deserve better. Right. That's actually not that's arrogant. Mm -hmm. That's That's what she says. It's not humble. It's arrogant yeah. for you to be like, all of this happened to me and I deserve nothing. That's mm-hmm. arrogant. That's like thinking everyone's talking about you. Yes. It's actually arrogant. But, but when we feel it, we think it's insecurity. Yes. But it's the opposite. No, it's the opposite. You seem to think everyone's thinking about you all right. the time. Yeah. Um, get out of there. Yeah. Yeah. Get out of there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a joke. Oh, um, yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Uh, which sounds really dirty when we just say that. Um, get out of there. Get out of there. Oh, get out of there. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Lido Cruz, yeah. get out yeah. of there. Yeah. Sit down. You're rocking the boat. <laughs> You're sinking the boat. Oh, man. Yeah. I think we're going to need a bigger boat. Yeah, oh, totally. <laughs> I'm a buoy at this point. I'm a whale, Mary. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think, uh, have you read A Return to Love? No, no. Oh. She was giving it out for free, though. And I was oh. like, maybe I should say something negative so she'll give me the yeah, book. Yeah, <laughs> right, 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 right. I'm a victim, too, you know. <laughs> yeah. Free book. Got it. Jokes on you, gotcha, Williamson. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, the that book, Mary's and Mary. I can't wait to get my hands on it. I already ordered it. Oh, yeah, life changing. Yeah. 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 It's like from page one, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Return to love. Yep. A return yep. to love. This yeah. is, it's because it's all based on A Course of Miracles. Yeah. yeah. And it's, uh, you know, it's, it is, I will say this. The one thing that you have to realize when approaching Marianne Williamson's stuff is that she does use language of often Christianity. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, like any gospel or any book, you just have to, switch it and know what she and translate it to you right you know because you could be jewish you could be muslim you could be atheist and still get something out of this Mm -hmm. right Um, but anyway she uses god in a return to love right it's like use what you need to use i gotta use one so i can write this fucking book sure i paraphrasing but you know um cracker yes um cracker so the over explaining 
Which, listen, if I'm going to call it my own inner saboteur, I do the same thing. I do everything she talked about in this segment. Oh, really? Well, oh, because you, you, you produce the opinions yeah, of others. Because to me, like my greatest vulnerability is like, oh, people don't like me. One of the most empowering things that RuPaul said in this that I, when I, uh, I had a mental break, basically a mental breakdown three years ago. And the, one of the first lessons with my therapist was what other people think of you is none of your business. Yeah. It's absolutely none of your business. How mm-hmm. dare you think it is? Mm-hmm. Sure. And that all makes perfect sense, it's right? It's so hard. Logically, right? It's, it's like, so hard. Yeah, but I it's store all of that in a different part of the house. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, so you've That's got- That's in the attic. Yeah, it's in the <laughs> attic. Don't you be coming and cleaning my kitchen thinking you're going to solve the problem. All that's in the attic. Yeah, right. And that's, I mean, when she was talking about the over- it's flooded. Oh, so. well, that's why I can't keep it in the basement because that's flooded. Um, yeah. And so, uh, and my back door is just busted. So, you know. Um, anyway, uh, all of that I totally understood of like wanting to produce people's opinion of you and over explaining because you want to just, you know, I notice I do it on the podcast, especially because it's like, I don't want to get clocked and I want to make sure that I have said this as clear as possible okay. so I don't get, especially when it was like the race stuff sure. it's about like where I was like, okay, or the hot takes episode that I wish never, <laughs> no, no, I don't wish it never happened, but it was like not the week to do a hot takes episode. Like that was what that was all about. It was just like, I just, well, a lot came out for you in that episode. Yeah. And yeah. I don't think listeners realized what was going on mm-hmm. for you there. And yeah. that's okay. Cause yeah. again, like you are your own person and right. if they can't see that then you know i understand mm-hmm. yeah. the optics of it like i mean I, people totally. don't know what we were watching that i got mad at you during a commercial break yeah. remember i yes. mean it was like oh oh what, what's I why am like, i mad oh at my, you right now i'm like colin i'm having a good time yeah I don't, it was <laughs> it, some stuff came up because i was like oh eureka she's terrible and you're like Blah! yeah i was like no <laughs> the vixen you know <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're not gonna anyway. go back. To that. <laughs> Let's never go back to that. Well, um, no, well, but no, yeah, no, I understand. It's fine. Um, but anyway, I I empathize with Cracker. I get what she's doing, and maybe because I get it, I also think like, oh, girl, like as you said, this is over already. Like, yeah, the writing, yeah. Is, is on the Cracker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is spelled out in the crumbs. Yeah, uh, you know. But I will say, I mean, I don't know if they knew this, but Rue asked, "Are you making all your looks from scratch?" Yes. She lied. She lied. Because Yuhua made that look. Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought she... Oh, okay. Yeah. No, her, her... Which one did she make? The good one that they loved. The Mary Antoinette one. Yeah. The, yeah Marie uh-huh. Antoinette. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I said Marianne. Yeah, Marianne Antoinette. Yeah, yeah. Her, <laughs> Who's welcome to the stage? Marianne Antoinette. <laughs> All yeah. right, Mary Antoinette. All right, Marianne Antoinette. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Marianne. <laughs> right, yeah. All right, Marianne. Don't lose your head. <laughs> it's a course for miracles, yeah, Marianne. Really. <laughs> Um, so, uh, a, a cute moment for me that coming up, uh, was Cameron. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I, um, which one in particular? The saboteur moment? What'd you call me? The saboteur. The saboteur. The saboteur flase da moment yes, that she yes, had? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Saboteur? Yeah. Uh, no, it was, it was cute. Um, but I, 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 at the same time, I think Asia, narrator, mm-hmm. she spelled it all out for us. She's mm-hmm. like, Cameron lacks connection, everybody. Yeah. And yeah, we're like, like, okay. Let me just break it down. Why for you. didn't RuPaul just say that? Yeah. Well, I think that's, you know. RuPaul was like, why is being shy? What's being shy? I'm like, RuPaul, being shy is, there, there's nothing wrong with being shy. It's, it's, she's not shy. She's mm-hmm. quiet. Yeah. 
even that thing of like being shy is a way of like drawing attention. I didn't buy it, Gia. I, I kept she, trying, but she, I couldn't yeah. bring the change together like, to buy you, it. You're not making any sense here. Yeah. Like, is there a way that that makes Cameron sense? Cameron Michaels is not shy. She is quiet. Yeah. And that's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, granted, she self-describes as shy in the workroom. So I think that like in this moment she is. But I, I don't know. I think this is that thing where we've been kind of challenging all season of like, what if it's okay to be quiet and focused? Right. You know, what if that's okay? Right. Um, it just doesn't make good reality TV. It doesn't. And RuPaul is like, as she says in the deliberation, she's like, I've been pushing her and pushing her and mm -hmm. pushing her. I'm like, honey, she's going to fall off the cliff soon. Right, right. But it's like she she is determined to believe that there is this person underneath. There's this thing that's going to kind of catalyze. Right. Where then... and It I, comes out in the lip sync. Yeah, it, it does. It comes out in the lip sync. That's like Trinity K. Bonet. Yes. It came out in the lip sync. Yes. Um, so it's like, okay, I know it's there and I know where it comes out. But I also understand RuPaul saying, like, we need to be able to connect with you as a person to love you and, and for you to be that superstar. And RuPaul hasn't seen what we've seen in Untucked. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, we've seen those conversations where I'm like, where I'm, I'm making sense of Cameron Michaels. I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, OK, you are really emotional. Right. And, and you're really nervous. Yeah. And you really don't think you should be here. Yeah. I mean, especially considering she's just lip synced twice. Yes. I mean, she says she feels like she's been coasting. She Maybe she has a little bit in yeah. some of the challenges. She you know? really doesn't think she should be here. Yeah. And and I go back to the boy that when she was uh when she got out of drag and into a relationship, mm -hmm. she took on another drag. Yeah. To protect herself. She's like, oh, okay, I'm going to get tattoos and I'm going to go to the gym and bulk up. Yeah. And as she puts it later in the workroom, She's like, oh, yeah, that's when I found confidence as a boy. I'm like, did you find confidence as a boy? Yeah. Don't you? For me, we can get there. I'll just do it now. But yeah. for me, the problem I had with that, that Cameron said, she's like, oh, yeah, I started doing drag really young. And that's when I found confidence in drag. And then when I started going to the gym, that's when I found confidence as a boy. I'm like, I, the boy is in drag, Mary. Yeah. And for you to call it boy or girl, that's also false. That's also mm -hmm. not real. It's it's you as Cameron mm -hmm. and or whatever Cameron's real name is. Dane. Dane. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that, it's Dane finding confidence in himself. Yeah. So I don't know why you would split it. And so the fact that he split it tells me that there's some falsities in both, that yeah. there's a protection in both, mm -hmm. that there's a facade. Yeah. Well, and a lot of queens will talk about their drag character as like a separate person. Sure. Cracker does that. Yes. And I think that that is, I don't want to say the flaw, but that's, I think, why a lot of queens don't succeed on this show because they don't see it as one. Okay. You know, I think there's a lot of other queens. I mean, I think Aquaria... Well, I think it's one thing to be like, here's my sculpture, my walking, moving sculpture. Yeah. I'm the artist. This is my Frankenstein. And yeah. I, I play Frankenstein also because I'm Jekyll and Hyde. You right, know? right. I'm the one working the puppet. Right. And I'm also the puppet. Yes. And yeah, but I think that there are other queens who see it way differently, who see that like this is part of who they are. Yes. This is yes. showing part of who they are. Right. Um, and I think that for, I mean, especially for Cracker, but even I think here for Cameron, it's like, nope, she's someone else mm -hmm. who takes the reins yeah. yeah yeah somebody else takes over like mm -hmm. a sasha fierce situation yeah and it's interesting when we hear the queens then talking about like then because it's kind of like a essentially a confidence performance enhancer like they talk about how they feel less confident as boys are out of drag than they do in drag because it's kind of like the bullet in mario kart 
like you've projected your confidence so far ahead right. that once you slow down again, you don't know how to get back in the race as just baby peach on a bike. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, cool. Yeah. And I never thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, mm, for, for Cameron, I get, I get the, I get the quietness. Uh, I, I just don't think that she has realized what she's protecting. Yeah. I don't think she's gotten there yet. I, I really don't think that she knows that the fact that she's bulked up and got tatted up while being in a relationship, mm -hmm. that there was another reason for that. Yeah. And that is way more extreme drag than Cameron the Queen. Sure. It is like so much more extreme. It's kind of like, uh, I mean, you can think of it in like a Trinity Taylor situation mm -hmm. where she's getting, you know, all these prosthetics, and yeah. not prosthetics, but I mean, uh, work done. And yeah, I mean, I, I was thinking like, you know, Amanda Lepore, it's like, how different is this? You know right. what I mean? In terms of like changing your body, Yeah, you know? Yeah, I mean, changing, I mean, yeah, she, yeah. she transformed into yeah. a different person. Yeah, and those tattoos are extreme. I mean, yeah. that is like, that's a decision. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it is really interesting that the drag that she's, the sort of boy drag, is so, I mean, you look at this episode, right? Gray sweatpants, construction boots, cut off top, mm -hmm. beanie. Like, I'm with everyone else who's like, don't walk around like me. What do you mean? Yeah, good right. looking. It's right. like fuck off. Like, right. don't you're putting do on that. a drag. Yeah, you're putting on drag yeah. right now, Mary. I see it. I see it because I also see under it. Mm -hmm. I do see under it. I, I see too. this sweet little goose. This yeah. little guy. Yeah. you know who does drag and is a brilliant artist mm -hmm. and is like a nice person. Yeah, and it's just like exactly. And I think that I understand why we're not seeing more of that, but it's. It's just so interesting to see that this is a this is one of the few queens. It's like a Dracula queen who's in drag in the workroom, right? right and like, right. yeah, and like, and yet that's not even. I mean, they let her go to the gym and nobody else. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's some fucked up shady shit. It, it it's an interesting choice. Yeah, like that's, and I think the other you know because they're basically telling her keep keep being in drag, right? Right, right. Like, keep going. Keep doing this. Keep doing this. This is TV. Yeah. Well, they let Monique and Mayhem go to the movies. Oh. But they had someone sitting between them. So they couldn't talk. Oh, I hope and, they got to share popcorn. Uh, yeah, right. Can you pass the bucket? <laughs> yeah. More milk does. And there was like little notes in there. Right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you think's going home right, next? Right, 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 right. <laughs> Who's your inner saboteur? Right, right. They go to pass the bucket, and the producer shakes it. <laughs> like sees the note written on a starburst oh, wrapper ladies ladies yeah <laughs> we're not gonna stay here and watch you know coco <laughs> you're gonna find out what happens to the ball yeah. i haven't even seen that movie so i don't even know if that's accurate but i heard it's, it's amazing it is amazing um uh the music's amazing yeah yeah um rude paul rude paul rude paul this is monet's pussycat wigs right apparently it was right like, from her bag oh yeah it was <laughs> and it was also like Detox? You and I both too? know. Oh, detox. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. was going to say, you and I both know, right, Rude right. Paul, that you did not like those mm -hmm. pussy wigs for yeah. a reason. What were they? Yeah. What yeah. did they represent for you? Yeah, what nerve was that hitting? Uh, there was a Twitter a Twitter follower that uh, said she was serving Sue Sylvester. Yes. No, I, totally. I got that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, you know, I, the note I took is like, you know, when Drag Race produces. Right. You know, the whole moment was cute, but it's like then when you have to cut to the queens reacting, it's like so what uh, now I'm thinking it. about the now boat. I'm out of the moment exactly now this isn't real anymore yeah and it was like that when the 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 good queens were reacting to the bad queens I'm like they were each told to give two reactions yes. and they filmed two reactions each mm -hmm. and then edited them together right exactly it was just like oh man this so is but again going I think I'm gonna stay with my meta you know bird's mm -hmm. eye view of like 
Well, actually, that's pretty brilliant because sure. none of this is real. Mm-hmm. I love that interpretation. We're all having fun here. Mm-hmm. I wish there was just a self saboteur l- is not real. Yeah, and I wish there was a little bit more of that. And I don't know how you do that when you're trying to do everything else in the show. Ugh. But I think it's a it's a fair way to watch this episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, the runway. Uh, yes, I think the only thing I was going to just say is, you know, Cracker kind of cracking at the sewing machine. Oh, um, right. Apparently... I thought of you. Yeah, oh, I felt I was like, I know this. I We've seen Project Runway. Yeah, we've seen Project Runway. She cries and cuts. We should, yeah, well, apparently, they did not show the footage of her just, like, screaming and right. throwing things. Right, Because, you know, they're like, okay, we're not going to make a fool of you. I know. Yeah, but I... They I, did for Laganja. Yeah, oh, I know. I would, and I, even Laganja... No, Dancing in the Stars. Right? <laughs> but even Laganja, they didn't show the... Apparently, oh, it was like a 30-minute melt. Down. Oh wow! Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, poor little so yeah, they they're still judicious about what they show. Okay. Um. Ish. So yeah, ish. But yeah, it's like cracker. I mean, she cracked. She cracked. <laughs> she cracked. She crumbled. She. You know, it was uh, saltine realness. Yeah, it was. It was. It was kind of like when you put the cracker in the dip and oh, it and breaks. breaks, and you're like, oh, what do we do? Fish it out? Yes. All the yeah, yes. You use the other one. You get another. Or, yeah, you get the other. Yeah, and then they work together. <laughs> exactly. You know, and all of a sudden you're trying to get baby Jessica out of a well. You right. know, you're just trying to get this cracker right. out of the or, se- or use the spoon that was put in there oh. in the first place for yeah. you to use. But so I'm, it didn't happen. Right, but I'm going to look around. It's like, okay, <laughs> I'm going, I'm going to. I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to do this. <laughs> yeah. Or you just use the spoon to push it in and you walk away. Oh, wow. Someone are you one of those went, people? No, but when you all are one of those people. No, but I. Then how do you know it exists? Because Mary? I always have a backup of like, well, if all else fails, just bury the body. <laughs> You know, like I think about the untucked of like Alexis Michelle dipping the mac and cheese oh, ball. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. like, do you do you subway fish it out? Yes. Or do you just leave it? Oh my god. You have to subway fish it out, especially when you're that hungry. Oh my god, I'd be starving. Yes. And it's yes. a mac and cheese ball. Right. From Hamburger Mary's. Yeah, there you go. Come on. Come on, Hamburger um, Mary. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. Um, uh, the run, 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 runway. Yeah. Oh, I guess yeah, I I feel like I have a couple other notes, but maybe we've covered everything. I think I just had really that like Asia, it's so interesting when you watch this episode, Asia is just this, like, she's this Bianca. She's just calm, cool, collected. Yeah, she's there. She's totally there. Um, And I think we've covered everything else. Oh, other than just, you know, if you're peeing clear. Oh, peeing clear. I got to tell you, Mary, I do that. I love peeing clear. I cheer. Uh Uh-huh. I'm like... Oh man, I did yeah. well. I, I did don't mean well. to be a Scientologist about it, but I'm going clear, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I was expecting Cracker to be like, I don't pee clear, I pee beer. Right, or yeah, something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. she said Red Bull. Red Bull. I was like, yeah. oh God. Sponsored you want- by Red Bull. Yeah, see a doctor. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, get, I knew what she was saying. Peeing clear feels great. Right, um, right, right. On that note, I actually really do need to pee, so we will take a little break. All right, man. And then we'll hit the runway. And we're back, and Colin peed clear. I'm cheering, babies. I'm cheering. It was clear? Oh, it was, It was. you know, I could probably drink a little more water, oh, uh, but it was pretty clear. Okay. It was like- it's pretty clear. It wasn't like cloudy with a chance of meatballs. clearly now. The Red Bull's gone. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's literally what it was. Yeah. Um, I'm not worried. Yeah, I'm not going to see a doctor. You know what I noticed ever since I started drinking espresso is that like my pee will, like, it will smell. 
Oh. And I don't like that. Oh, I guess I don't I don't know if I, I guess that's true. Maybe that's true. I guess it makes sense. Yeah. So the runway, uh not about your pee, but just pee in general with coffee. Anyway. I hear you. Yeah. Um the runway we have uh Ashanti and Lena Dunham joining us. Yes. Um, um Ashanti, Ashante you stay. I Ashanti wonder if that's the stay. only reason she's on the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, RuPaul just wanted to make that joke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um Lena Dunham, who's a controversial figure. Yeah. Um, she's it's not in, it's interesting that RuPaul had her on. I'm I'm curious as to that angle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, especially because Girls is over, and I don't think she has any anything else she's like promoting right now. Right. Um, I never got into Lena Dunham. The only thing I really I, like, I saw that movie Tiny Furniture. Uh-huh. Did you see that? It was like yeah, the, the I first think I did. thing. Yeah, I think I did. Um, it was good. Yeah. I actually, I think Adam Driver's in that before he was a big name. Oh, and Girls. Uh, yeah, yeah, and um, and and Star Wars and everything. Yeah, else. you know, yeah. I find I I think that she, in terms of the episodes of Girls that I've seen, I had to stop watching it when she developed this like OCD with picking her ear oh i read about that um mm-hmm. but uh yeah no she's uh, she's an interesting writer she's an interesting voice uh she certainly said a lot of controversial things that um if you aren't you know read up on mary if you want you can read up on it mm-hmm. i'm not going to spend any time talking about lena dunham because she's done a lot of really great things for uh, women in the media and uh, and for her generation in the media but also she is d- made a lot of missteps that uh personally um have have hurt yeah so uh yeah but um anyway she's here and mm-hmm. she you know was cheerful yeah sure and, and had feedback for the queens yeah. and was you know interactive and that's a lot more than we can say about miles heiser exactly right so exactly. at least she showed up yeah i'm glad that she was interactive she went and visited the queens mm-hmm. you know she was having a good time yeah and i was like that when a guest has a good time right right like vanessa williams has a great she's, time she's always happy to be there <laughs> yeah. she's having a great time yeah, yeah exactly yeah. it's like you're on fucking drag race yeah Leah yeah, yeah exactly. they're on the same show they're on the same show, yeah, to, the same to, show. to quote andy mcdowell oh baby Am I? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, did you get the Serena to your Samantha joke? Um, no. Okay, think of a famous Samantha. I mean, not I, Samantha. I was from thinking Sex in the City. I was thinking Bewitch. Yes. Yeah. So Serena is like uh, Samantha's cousin, but it's played by Elizabeth Montgomery. Oh, okay. I, I all I'm thinking of is just like Endora. I'm like Endora. No, that's, no, no, no. That's the aunt. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. no, Serena is the other. Oh, I uh, see. The cousin that's played by. Lizzie. Mm-hmm. Oh, fun. Okay. Lizzie Moncom. Yeah. Um, with lots of fun 60s split screen. Sure. Yeah, sure. sure. Or whatever they did. Yeah. Um, yeah, I loved Michelle and that big hair. Mm-hmm. This is my mother in 1992. Oh, this wow. Same hair. Your mom had big hair? Big curly hair. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, yeah. I know. And so I was like, okay. And, you know, New Jersey. I'm like, oh, yeah, my New mom. Jersey. Yeah, yeah there you my go. mom. My mom, you know, doesn't, she has a different uh, neckline than Michelle prefers to wear. So it's not an exact replica of my mother. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on from my mom's boobs. All right, Mary. Yeah. All right, Mary. <laughs> They're called boobs, Ed. They're called. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I wrote down that Ashanti is like computer generated perfection. Oh, yeah. She's so beautiful. Did she looked gorgeous. Just like when, like, when they like, first. How old are you, Mary? Yeah, when they first cut her and she was just sitting there, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. You're on Ashanti. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we get to some look. I mean, some Luke's. Some Luke's. Um, you want to talk about Cameron? Yeah. You know. I feel like we've seen this hood look before, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, she, 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 
it's one thing that I used to love about Cameron is mm-hmm. that she had a lot on. Yeah. And it was like, oh my God, this is a production. Mm-hmm. And now it seems like a crutch. Yeah. I think on Fashion Photo Review, they had the same feeling of like, I think Raja was like, I used to love that she like had all these things on. Now I'm like tired of it. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. And you know, I don't, I don't know if I agree with any costumey read because I'm kind of like, Okay, this is a drag show. Like, they're all in costume. It's an interesting critique, right? It is an interesting critique, but I think what makes this costumey or makes it feel that way is the the spear yeah. and the the horns. Oh, for the, the evil look. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I I felt like the good Cameron, I just I took the note that it was Narwhal Barbie. Oh, my God. And yes. it felt like, that felt like a character, like a, like a costume. There was kind of the, um, the sort of the sheen on the, the wrap, the, oh, the sure. sarong thing. Uh-huh. It was like little details like that. And the staff that she had. Right. It did. It felt a little. I was kind of like, okay, mm-hmm. this is, you know, I, I think I know where this queen would be bought. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and the bag that all the pieces would come in. Yeah. Right. Um, I did like the evil look. I mean, Christina or whatever it was, I mean, Katrina. I, why? why <laughs> Thank you, Katrina. <laughs> Thank you, Katrina. I was like, <laughs> I know, no, I was like, you, you got it, you got it, me, you, you, me, you. <laughs> Tangerine tights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you, Katrina. Yeah. Um, so, uh, <laughs> young Brian. Um, <laughs> uh, of course, don't tell yeah, me yeah, yeah. dead. Of course. Um, braids. She had the braids on, mm-hmm. and braids represented evil. Well, I think I was like, I don't, I'm not buying it. Gia. I think what this was, I think a lot of this look was um, like video game inspired, and that story didn't really come through. I didn't see that, at but all. I think that was because people talked about this on the subreddit. It's like, how is this supposed to be like your evil alter ego? But someone was like, oh, I think this is a reference of this character in this game. Okay, <clears throat> which I, I, I kind of, I get. I don't get those references, but I like when they show up. It's a shame we couldn't get more of a read of that. You right, know? right. Um, I hear you. Yeah. Uh, Let's talk about, unless you want to talk about Cameron some more, let's talk about Eureka. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. no, for sure. Um, so I think uh, Carson, was it Carson who said this was inspired by Cher from Clueless? Yeah. Which I got. Uh, but for me, I totally saw Hairspray. Oh, um, I mean, I, I guess it's kind of both, right? I mean, I saw the Clueless reference. I wrote Clueless, more like Clue More. Um <laughs> It was my weaker puns of the week. Clueless. Yeah. Womp womp. Yeah. All right, Mary. Yeah. Um, um, and I also thought the uh, the evil look, well, it was divine inspired. It reminded me of the costumes from Heather's. Uh, oh. the, Heather's the musical. Yeah. yeah. That are plaid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, these are these are two Heather's girls. Yeah. I know what you mean. Like the, the concept of the costumes wasn't super ambitious i like the kind of aesthetic and like yeah i like the concept of yeah i like the way of having two different plaids i thought that was fun yeah i was so happy to see a divine you know performance because i've been kind of wanting to see that from eureka and it was it was great yeah she's really good at it she did it i kind of would have loved to see that on the snatch game Mm, yeah um she was great as honey boo boo no but it would have this would have been just as good absolutely um i did love i mean this felt like very Maybe specifically referential, but when she when she said "you filthy whore," oh. I, it sounded like cereal mom. Oh yeah, yeah, you filthy whore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> look at your fucking mouth, you fu- yeah, Look at your filthy mouth, you fucking whore. You yeah. fucking whore. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I actually I enjoyed uh, you filthy whore. Uh, her alter <laughs> ego. Pretty, whore. Yeah, I thought that <laughs> was really clever. Yeah. Um, just quickly back to Katrina. Thank you, Katrina. Thank you, Katrina. I, I wrote down some of the reads that these self saboteurs were saying. Mm-hmm. These inner saboteurs. So pretty, two-faced, she's ugly, dude in a dress. I'm like, yeah. okay. 
that was it yeah exactly it's like not an, that's it, the comment section of her twitter you know what yeah, i mean yeah yeah that's that's not which i guess you know it's fair but it's also not i don't think it's yeah it's like it's not what's going to maybe i'm wrong maybe that is what's going to make cameron fail yeah but i feel like what's your interceptor really saying right what's the thing you don't want us to hear it say yeah i think some of these other queens did it I think they found the things like Asia. Asia. Even Eureka in some ways. I think Eureka, disgusting fat whale. Mm-hmm. I was like, girl. And then, oh, you know what? Her read was, I was like, okay, the you ain't going to be nothing. When are you going to go on food stamps and disability? Yeah. That's very real. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Like, that was like, okay. Desperate need for acceptance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eureka, I mean, I'm going to give it to her. She completed the assignment yeah that's, she completed the assignment. that was and she looked good and she looked good yeah, yeah. um miss cracker oh i so i called this look uh marie aquanette <laughs> <laughs> all right mary all right mary yeah uh, and then and rupaul then, and then miss crumbs for me was was baby pebbles yeah oh yeah i wrote there's this old movie called dinosaur valley massacre so i just wrote that <laughs> why do you <laughs> I know, know that these are things that are important okay um, but yes it was um uh yeah baby pebbles Flintstones. and pebbles and bam bam yes yeah Pebbles and Bam Bam. Mm-hmm. I, I I get why they read her headpiece as being costumey. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just the headpiece because Aquaria had bones. Yeah, but I feel like they the bones on Aquaria were like that was like her spine. Yeah, and it was like she's animal. Yeah. Whereas this was like um, these were little. You know, yeah, uh, primal bones. Yeah, these like, were just some like chicken I, wings right. that she had finished and felt like she would use the bones. I've, I've seen this costume before. Yeah, you well, know, didn't her face and her makeup? Didn't it remind you of Jinx in the Sugar Ball? I can't remember. Oh, it. in the red, it's the one that she does the Malambo number oh, one. Oh, yes. You know what I mean? Like I was like, oh, you're wow. giving me. Yeah, she's giving yeah. me Jinx face. Okay. Yeah. Um, I hear you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, yeah. No. The well, so so she was going to do that vampire look, and then that failed. So this was kind of. Maybe it was like bring a prehistoric runway just in case. Yeah, you know, right. so she used that. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah I, it was. Uh, it just it didn't it didn't work for me either. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even really love the the other the Marie Aquanette look. I thought it was I thought it was pretty. Yeah, I like the colors. I like pink and blue together. Mm-hmm. I think they're really cute. I think I I didn't like it until actually like Lena Dunham said, "Oh, it's very Sofia Coppola Marie Antoinette." I was like, "Oh, oh, yes. cool. Okay, yes. yeah, yeah. Now yes, with you, that's that's what I saw too." Yeah. Um, yeah, again, we've we saw her. We I mentioned her reads before, but uh, she's a copycat who faked her way to the middle. Few puns stole from Bob the Drag Queen. She better work on blending that jawline. Right, but um, that's not a read. That's a no, joke. It's not a, yeah, it's a joke. It's like no one thinks that about you. You're selling me more and more. Mm-hmm. You're selling me more and more. Because who says that about Cracker that her jawline's a problem? Well, she does. But it's like I don't see that. Like I don't connect with that. But Eureka's, I was like, oh sure, yeah. yeah you know the other ones. Uh, I guess I guess they were kind of funny, right? Mm-hmm. I guess they were funny. People were laughing at the other reads also of crackers or just just all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, people were laughing at Cameron's dude in a dress. They laughed and yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that it's uh, it's always good. I mean, I think being funny is usually a good idea. But I think in this one, it's like you didn't have to be. You didn't have to be. It's actually like. Be a little. You need to be real. Yeah. Be a little vicious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Aquaria. Yeah. These looks. So the good Aquaria, I called it Hello Dolly, but I spelled it D A L I because you know it's a little surreal. <laughs> so it's Hello Dolly. I heard. I saw um, Valerie Cherish at the pool. Oh sure. You know. Oh with yeah. The hat, with, or even um, Samantha and Sex in the City with mm-hmm, the hat mm-hmm. when she's staring at the neighbor. Oh sure. It was this big moment. Yeah. I mean. 
when I saw the look in the in the workroom, just on the rat or on the whatever, just kind of laying around, I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna like this look. But it was so cool. Yeah, she tucked well. She oh my god. She tucked that well. little yeah. You know, the one thing I didn't like about it was the the wrap under the hat over her hair. Yeah. I was like, oh, I don't know if I got Yeah. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, Oh, that didn't I didn't need that. I don't know what or was what going is on. that? Yeah, what yeah. is that? Yeah. Um then the ocelot. Oh, Couture Cave Woman, Ocelot. Yes, Couture yeah. Cave Woman. Couture Cave Woman. Uh, you know, she, did she need the mouth guard piece? It's fashion. Do you it was need fashion. It, you know? Yeah, you're right. You're like, right. what? Imagine the look without it. I think it wouldn't have been. Because I think the concept was just so cool. Yeah. That it was just. I mean, especially compare it to Cracker. Isn't it ironic that, like, they had such similar looks for this last runway? Right, prehistoric. And yet, like, Aquarius. Was so much more fully realized. Oh, God, and it wasn't. She also didn't make it there. No, and and I'm, I, that doesn't, that doesn't yeah, bother me. Okay. Yeah, n- neither did Cracker. For Yuha made her other look. You know, uh, burn receipts, notes. Just you know, keep it honest. Gonk. 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 Yeah. Uh, but I think that like when you really think about Aquarius' concept of this modern couture cave woman hunter thing, and that then you think, oh, those are animal, you know, furs, and it's like. And instead of having this kind of crown of arbitrary bones, right. it's this intricate No, face it was piece. this thing that she was in. Yeah. yeah. And the fact that the external spine. Yes. The external spine was, uh, yeah. I thought, brought the, the front piece more mm-hmm. to life. Yeah. It just, it really. She was wearing animal prints. Yeah. Unlike, uh, you know, just like rags. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I just think that, like, I understand that maybe she doesn't have 10 years of therapy to, you know, draw a story from. But I had zero problem with Aquarius voiceover or runway. I thought that she nailed the challenge. She she, she did the challenge. I don't think that she nailed it. I thought she looked great. But, you know, she called herself lonely, awkward, isolated diva. Okay, we heard that before. Yeah. And then it was just kill the bitch, and she laughed. And it was yeah. like, okay, this is entertaining. Mm-hmm. But, like, Crackers was funny. Right. You know? Well, I guess an interesting point that she kind of turned it into this whole, I'm going to kill her, my powers are getting stronger, instead of... Like that she went there, whereas Eureka or Asia just had a litany. They just a list. And they just like went through mm-hmm. everything that they've heard. Yeah. And that speaks a lot to the age thing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, speaking of Asia, I mean, she came out in the orange, gorgeous. Oh, she was putting the sick and creamsicle. Okay, there you go. Yeah. There yeah. You go. I mean, it was Put that such, on a tote bag. Right? Yeah. It was, at first it was like maybe not enough. And I was like, oh, no. No, 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 no. This it's was great. perfect. And I love the balloons. Loved it, I, I, and and they only made more sense when that bitch came out, Ugh. and the the balloon flew away, and then you saw all of them <sighs> black and sunken. When I saw her dragging those balloons, yes. I was like, "The bitch did it!" Yes, the bitch did it. She looked so good. Her face. She gave me a she, bald runway. She was so nuanced there. A yeah. bald runway. I've been wanting that. Yeah, you know, and yeah, yeah middle aged man, and you know, rhinestones, twenty year old, cheap. Uh, uh-huh. Drop the smiles and start and start being the pot belly hoe, yeah. self indulged pot belly hoe. Uh, sit your old stank booty, washed a pageant ass down. This I was is like, clearly okay. Miss Cracker season. Yes, um, yes, yeah. And I love that she called it North Korea. Right. So I called this look Pyongyang. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, man. yeah, no, I the balloon story. I mean, it was. I just thought this was great. I thought this was a great runway. I totally think she could have won. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, she should have won. For, she should have won, Colin. Yeah, she yeah. should have won. Yeah, she really got the assignment. She really went in. She knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. She read herself. The look was realized. It was a whole story between the two of them. Yeah. Whereas Aquarius looks didn't have anything to do with no, each other. Sure, she didn't read herself mm-hmm. really. 
yeah, enough. I, she I didn't hear go you. deep. Asia should have won this. Yeah, Asia got the 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 challenge down perfectly, but it's that. It's that extra X factor of, of Aquaria brought out that look. It's that RuPaul wanting mm-hmm. her to win. Sure, sure. And like, and but I don't, I'm not against that. I think Aquaria is, uh, I think she's earning that kind of response. I don't, I mean, I, I'm not knocking her look, but I'm mm-hmm. saying this challenge, Asia should have won this challenge. Yeah. She I, should have won fair and square. Well, it's like, it comes down to like, they're, fight me. They're so, <laughs> sure, sue me. Uh, that, uh, it's like, is it the story? Is it the look? There's so many questions of like, what's deciding the win? Because you could say, I mean, Asia's, you know, evil twin look was so great. It was yeah. so cool. I know Michelle wanted a little bit more, but I think it was, there's a lot of details that you can't really see. She, she fucking made it. Like, she made that look. She made it. And I think that it was just like, everything was perfect about what she did. But I, I just think that when I think that the fact that Aquaria could bring out a look that RuPaul is like in 10 years of this show, this is one of the best. It it's that supersedes everything else. I think she's putting that in there the same way that she's putting Vanjie in there. Mm. She is putting that in there because she knows Aquaria is, you know what I mean? Sure. That, that it bodes there are well other for looks, her. There are other looks of Aquarius that I think are better than this. Oh, this isn't my favorite Aquarius no. look. At first. What, so uh, that's why yeah. I don't believe that, like, oh, this is the best. I'm just like, no, 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 no. I was surprised by that, that, that this felt so, like when Michelle was like, this is a, you know, iconic fashion moment. I was like, is it? It's great. It's great. But a lot of them have been great. It's great. But, I don't think I'm going to remember this. Uh, like I remember the scarecrow look for nearly Smalls. yeah exactly like I'm this... not gonna remember this like I remember Sasha Velour's, uh the the pride look mm-hmm, the little house yes yeah yeah um, yeah I mean even other looks of Aquarius I just think like Shea Coulee's construction look mm-hmm. sorry yeah but but just looking at like let's just say Aquarius this season I think there were other looks that were oh, more interesting exactly you know like I think um, the, uh, the 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 ball challenge the ball challenge she killed that I think what was the other one that I loved oh I love the um the bird. With the arrows, oh, right. that was yes, super cool. That was great. Uh, and there's ones later on. What was it? The 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 runway with the hat, the rabbit that she did. Oh yeah, that was so cool. The Klaus Nomi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's just so many that it was like this is one of a lot of amazing looks. I, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised at that that comment. Yeah. Um, I want to talk quickly. I I know that we're running long, but that's okay because uh, there's not much after this, and we'll push everything to nuance. Yeah. But I the deliberation. Um. I felt like RuPaul was visibly more upset when she was talking about Cracker. Mm-hmm. We have a follower on Twitter who's like, no, it was she was more upset with Cameron. And with Cameron, I get it. She she was talking about how she pushed her. She didn't drop the F bomb mm-hmm. and she didn't call her a bitch. Oh, so are you? She called Cracker. Mm-hmm. She said, "You know." Oh, now are you talking about when they're alone and they're kind of like making yes, the deliberation when she's like, "Oh, bitch, you need to wake up." Yes. Absolutely. There's a total difference where I felt like she was frustrated. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas I, with Cameron, it was like, I've been doing this and she's not doing it and I don't think they're going to get it. And, you know, that's how we connect with people. Mm-hmm. And and I was like, OK. And then Cracker, it, it, there was just this other tension with her. Yeah. I, I, I really think it's because Cracker is, and, and is Michelle's withholding. Like, she can't. She can't. Like, it was just so negative. Well, Cracker's just withholding more. And yeah. I think that, like, I mean... <laughs> I just have this line of like Rue saying that Cracker needs to come out of her box, of box. and let us have a taste of that crunch. <laughs> I was like, okay, that, right, Mary. that's a weird line. Who wrote that? For Who wrote you? that line for yes. you? Yeah. Um, I just think that it goes back to what I said before. I think that Cracker, I mean, Cameron is 
still showing those soft, tender parts. Yes. And RuPaul can connect with that. It's almost like he's resentful of people who won't show that, like Cracker, you know? Yeah, I mean, this is his show. It's kind of like why he gets upset when Snatch Game doesn't go well. Mm -hmm. It's like, give me what I want. Yeah. I mean, you hear stories about, like, I've heard, and there there was that, Willem tea, he oh, like right. that detailed tea, and Willem's been spilling tea for years. Right, he's been re-spilling he's that tea. It. Really, at this yeah. point, it's mostly backwash. It's all on the floor. It really, it's 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 pretty much just like lemon seeds and ice at this point. You know, <laughs> like we've, we've a tea bag. It, yes, exactly, <laughs> and not even a good one. No, not yeah. the Lido Cruz kind. No, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah, steep it as much as you can. You're not going to get exactly that kind of flavor. So. You know, there's stories of Rue, you know, don't make eye contact with Rue, don't make small talk with Rue. It kind of, he doesn't, you know, he runs a tight set. If things aren't happening at a professional level, he'll kind of have a diva moment. And I believe all that. I think all that's absolutely true. I think, why are some of these queens, why is Aquaria tongue-tied and being afraid of talking to to Rue in the workroom? Because RuPaul is kind of, like, wields a pretty intense control. Yeah. You know? And, uh... I think that, I don't know. I mean, I think all that's real. And I think all that's, uh, that means something. I hear that. You know? I hear that. Um, so anyway, the lip sync. The lip sync. Uh, Nasty Girl, Vanity Six. I only knew, I knew the cover of this, like the Anaya Day cover. I've never heard this song. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, the cover is, I mean, this is great too, but the cover is uh, also really good. Um, I know the, the the Destiny's Child version. Oh, I don't know that one. Nasty, put some clothes on it. Don't walk out your house without some clothes on it. I think that's their own version of Nasty. I know. Yeah, that's their own. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then there's Nasty Boys. Right, yeah. yes. Uh, <laughs> now, what, when you were, who did, do you think this lip sync ended and do you think, do you think that the right queen went home is what I'm trying to say? So I, I don't think that it came down to the lip sync mm-hmm. um, because they were both kind of at the same level. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to take away the last moment, it was Crackers where she had that like nuanced walk away where she was looking back. Oh, yeah. I, I kind of know what you're talking about. But, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so then I would be like, all right, Cracker. Right. But it was a toss up. And for me, it would go back to either the whole season or this challenge. Mm-hmm. And I probably would have been like, well, Cameron's been in the bottom. Yeah. Cracker won the last challenge. Eh, yeah. Cracker. Yeah. You can stay. Cracker's been kind of in the top or doing pretty well You're most safe. of the season. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, I would have thought the same thing. I fully expected Cameron to go home to the point that when the, when the lip sync started, um, full, so full disclosure while I was watching this episode. So just before the lip sync, it was like a few minutes before and like my weed dealer showed up and I was like, oh, whatever. It's fine because I, th- I know who's going home. So I was like not worried that you I was. thought camera was going home. Yeah. So I was like, oh, whatever. Let's let's do an, a transaction here. Like I just didn't even care. And then <gasps> I like he left before the actual lip sync. But I was like worried that he was going to show up just at that point. Oh. And then once I realized like, oh, whatever. Cam- Cameron's going home. Obvious. Uh-huh. Um, so I was. I went into the lip sync stoned and no, and expecting that Cameron was going to go home and that Cracker was going to win for all the faces and all the comedy and all the moves. She had that kind of like tumble into a stand that I kind of loved. And then Cameron did that thing. The split thing. The, oh, the, 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 the legs. The leg The thing. legs. Yeah, the, the Roman the candle. Legs. The Roman candle twist. Yeah. Yeah. And then when I rewatched the lip sync again, I was like, oh, Cameron had this from the start. Like... She was great the whole time. Yeah. So was Cracker, though. But I think that what happened... Cameron danced more. 
Well, and it's funny that they like read. I think in the like the Whatcha Packing, like I think Michelle read Cracker for like doing a cartwheel. Like it's so it's more about like a sexy dance than like pulling out all the moves. It's like Cameron did a cartwheel too. Yes. So you can't really use that. Yeah. Shut um, up. Michelle. Yeah. Yeah. It's I kind love of, you, Michelle. I love you, Michelle. Stop it. It's like who? Oh, it's like in the Whatcha Packing with Monet when she was reading her because her finale look was going to be pants. I was like, you mean like Bob the Drag Queen and Violet Chachdi yeah. and like Chad yeah. Michaels, right. those winners yeah, who wore it. pants? Stop it. Come on, Michelle. Stop it. Anyway. You don't wear the pants. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> you can't see past your boobs to see that. Lots of people can wear they're pants. They're called boobs, Michelle. Yeah, they're called pants, Michelle. <laughs> um, so, I mean, Cameron, I think that made sense to me that she would have this lip sync in the bag because it was way more about sexy than funny. Yeah. And yeah, you, I hear that. I love when a queen does sexy. Yeah. But... I just feel oh, right, like that's I, funny, I should say. I feel like I've seen this lip sync before from Cameron. It was just like the same thing. And she didn't take anything off. She no. looked the same. And I was like, I'm not. It's because she did those legs. Yeah, she did the legs. She did the legs. And, it kinda... and, and RuPaul was like, ooh, I can't do that. Right. Yeah. Well, and I think that it was clear that Cracker was kind of just emptying the tank. She's like, here's, I got, here's everything. Right. And it wasn't really contextual to the song. So I could kind of see, like when I think about what Shangela's plan was for Wrecking Ball in All-Stars 3, she was going to do all this different stuff. Yeah. And it's like, would it have felt like you were just doing moves and a song was going on behind you? Yeah, maybe. You know, like it was just. I mean, Kennedy. Oh, Kennedy. Yeah. I mean, Kernedy. Kernedy, you know. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I don't want to go back to All-Stars 3. No too worries. Much, too much drama. No worries. Um, in any event. Uh, Cracker's home. Yeah. Cracker, cracker goes home. Cracker. Back in the box. Back in the box. Back cracker. in the box for the next wine and cheese party. Just twist the twist tie. Keep it fresh. Yeah. <laughs> Press that freshness tab. If you don't close that little cardboard tab, oh god, you're gonna just have. You know, whenever I eat a saltine, I lick the salt off first. Oh, and okay. I feel like with uh, Cracker, we should have licked the salt off first. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and just because because now what are we gonna do? I'm gonna wait for it to melt in our mouth. Ugh. I don't know. I can't do that. I don't have time for that. Yeah. It's top four. I know. I want to put some peanut butter yeah, on Yeah, I want to just get to it. Peanut, 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 peanut. <laughs> um, anyway, Mary. That totally sounds like that Azalea Bang song. I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. <gasps> oh, my God. I don't have an opinion on it, Mary's. I'm just making a joke. Um, <laughs> All right, Mary. Yeah. Um, so we're here we're going to talk about the next uh the untucked mm-hmm. we also have a lot of things to discuss mm-hmm. pose being one of them we're going to talk about um the bigger implications of drag race girls which i'm excited to just kind of start a discussion on um and yeah and maybe we'll, we'll touch a little bit briefly on the azalea banks bob the drag queen um myth, sure. but there's not much else to say yeah um, um we'll talk about the boys in the band oh yes we both see, have seen boys in the band mm-hmm. um i went to the tony awards this morning which was fabulous who won <laughs> oh i don't know oh. um oh that's not the what were you in the in the viewing party no gallery <laughs> i know right no they 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 have like fake awards that they give out oh um Wait, like they... They have to run a rehearsal for the oh, live I show. I see. It's a rehearsal for the yes. live show. It's not pre-taped. Right. That's, that's where I'm right, sitting. Right, right, I'm right, thinking right. of the Drag Race finale. <laughs> oh, no. I'm like, oh, so you know. Yes. And the Drag Race finale happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're hoping to get some tea from one of our uh, listeners. Yeah. No, because we were talking like, oh, how should we... We should... 
I want to be careful because people who go to that are supposed to not share, and I don't want to be oh right caught well, talking out of turn right. But at the same time, if there's tea in the pitcher, yeah, tea in the pitcher, we're gonna drink it. I'm gonna drink it. Put right? some butter on. Put it. some butter on it. Um, yeah. Well, if we do talk about that, we'll put out a special bonus episode called Spoiler. Yes. And only listen, you know, maybe after, mm-hmm. um, or not at all. Um, Marys, if you have anything to add on this extra special Evil Twins episode of Drag Race, you can reach out to us on Twitter at All Right Mary. You can find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com or you can find us via email at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com. You can find me, Johnny, on Instagram at Johnny also and Colin. And you can find me on Twitter at Colin Drucker. And you can find more of both of us on patreon.com backslash allrightmary. Hell yeah. Um, bonus episode every week. That's right. Uh, we just actually just put out two. We put out nine to five and my cousin Vinny. My cousin uh, Vinny. My cousin Vinny. Yeah. Uh, cut to. They uh, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, next up is, what are we doing next? Roger Rabbit. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Uh, all of those tunes are queers, Mary. Yeah. And you know, I've actually never seen that movie, so I'm very excited. <laughs> Yeah, yeah it's gonna be shut really... the front door. Yeah, yeah. Kathleen Turner, Mary. I I know. Trust me, I know. Uh, Pussy Willows, Dottie. Yes, Pussy Willows. I'm with you. And um, shortly thereafter, we'll be. Do we, should we? Should we tell them that one? I guess because I was like, are we gonna do this one? Yeah, we'll do it. I. It's one of my favorite it's movies. Collins. Yeah, it's in my top five. It's called Hysterical Blindness. Right. I was like, it's a little hard to track down. There is definitely, if you Google, you can find you know one of those bootlegs. Okay. So worth it. All right. Um. So yeah. So if you want to get in on all of that. You know where to go, patreon.com backslash all right, Mary. And of course, iTunes, head on over like so many of you have. And you could just leave a five-star rating. Hopefully you feel that way or a positive review. Yeah. Um, and then if you have like, you know, critical feedback, email us and then we'll fix it. Yeah, I love that. Right? Um, come on, construction. Mm-hmm. Um, our last chance lip sync uh, this week is a song uh, called Girls mm. by Rita Ora with many special guests. Wow. Well, and what a fitting a, song. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. Girls. Yeah. Uh, because of Lena yeah. Dunham. Yeah, because of, uh, yeah, uh, Laura Dunham. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> purple hair. Yeah, purple hair. Yeah, blue, blue hair. Yeah. 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 That one. Yeah, that one. Um, that one queen. Yeah, that uh, one queen. <laughs> that other one queen. Uh, so anyway, Marys, we will see you in Nuance, and here is Girls. Hong Kong. So Henny was looking at you, so I said, hey, Kush love, and sometimes I just want to kiss you.